Hey, hey guys, how you doing? I uh, hope you guys are all doing well. It's been a while. It's been a while since uh, I've done one of these. Uh, last one was Super Team Megaforce. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we just took a couple of days off this week to recharge the batteries, James and I. And I think uh, it means we're going to have a much better show today. <laughs> uh, welcome to Small Screen Stories. Uh, and everyone else gets a show on Friday and Saturday too from us. Exactly. That's that's the other thing I was going to say. Um, yeah, so we're getting a we're doing a show on Friday and Saturday. So there you go. That that's the big. I suppose that's the big news. <laughs> right. So welcome to Small Screen Stories. Before I get started, if you could like and subscribe, that'd be wonderful. If you can hit that like button, that would be really good. And uh, I wonder if James is going to tee up a clip. <laughs> Go over there and hit the fucking like button. All right, you hit it now. You motherfucking hit the fucking like. I just told you to hit the motherfucking like button. So you gotta do it right now. Do it. Hit the like button, right? You gotta do that right now. All right. It's all I tell you to do is hit the fucking like button. Do it now. I don't Hang do on. requests. Yeah, all right. If uh, James, if you haven't hit the like button already, James, then uh, there's something wrong. You, you you have to hit the like button. Okay, you have to subscribe. You have to hit the like button. You have to support us because because even though we took a couple of days off, we still uh, we still do a lot of work. So let's go straight into the. Actually, before I say that, you can like and you can like and subscribe. You can follow us at Small Screen Story, uh, Small Screen Co. You can listen to this later on as a podcast at Small Screen Stories. You can also go to the website at small-screen.co.uk. Right now that I got that stuff out of the way, let's get started. Uh, wow. Uh, let's go and say hello to everyone in the chat. Who do we have in the chat? We have Dan Zig, who wants cocaine. Does he? Cocaine. Cocaine. There you go, Dan. That's for you. Uh, we've got the Sax God in the comments as well. Uh, very, very cool dude. He's been watching some Oscar movies. Yes, he told me about that. Uh, I think he uh, he did tell us uh, which films he's watching later on in the comments. We'll get that, we'll get to that in a bit. Soul Mac is in the comments. Says lurk. So he's lurking in the comments. Is he? Is that what that means? I don't know. I'm a bit behind on some. Yeah. Right. Cool. 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 Who do we have? We have a double a, a DLW. Says been a while. What's hope? Uh, hope all is well, kind sir. Thank you very much. It, all is fine. All is fine. We just wanted to take a couple of days, a couple of days off, because we got we kind of been building up quite a lot of stuff to talk about. So this is probably going to be actually quite a long live. I'm sorry about that, James. Uh, but um, yeah, we've got quite a bit of stuff to talk. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. <laughs> it's it's how it, it's how it usually is, James. So we've got some Warner Media stuff for you guys. Uh, we've got some probably Mindhunter stuff coming up if you're interested in Mindhunter. Uh, we've got some Marvel stuff and all. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. We've got lots of stuff to talk about. Who else do we have in the chat? We have Geekosti Mag says lurks proper, of course. Geekosti Mag always in the chat. Uh, Hamada Burger's here. Welcome, welcome to Hamada Burger. Hashtag Hamada Burger. Uh, Chubby Teddy Monster Production says anyways. Hello everyone. Hello to you, Chuddy 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 Chubby. Chubby Teddy Monster Productions. Amada's weave is something else in this picture. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a very good picture, man. Uh, same Sonic, different case. Bat thirst. Bat thirst. Bat yes. thirst. Bat thirst. <laughs> There's a live one for you there. Uh, DLW says he do keep the weave tight though. Yes, he do. He does do that. Uh, does Hamada? Uh, Sean Harrigan's in the chat saying hi all. Snyder stakes for everyone. <laughs> It's the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. Who knows? Wish I held onto a little piece of that thing, because the buzz is any indicator. That movie's going to make some huge bank. What buzz? 
it's going to make some huge bank. Well, yes, there is an AT&T thing to talk about, I suppose, uh, later. Uh, I think I have a bit of a different take to uh, to a friend of the show, Sil. Uh, that James guy, he's in the ch- he's in the comments as well as uh, producing the show. He says, what's up, everyone? I hope you guys say hello to James. Make sure you say hello to James in the chat. Uh, and Reese says, hello there. Where have we got? <laughs> is it coming? Is it coming? He's got to reorganize all the clips. So it's probably going to take him a while. Come on, James. No, he's not doing it. He doesn't do requests. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't leave me hanging like that, James. Come on, do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. No, he's not doing it. All right, let's move on then. Hello there. <laughs> oh, finally. Thank you. Thank you for leaving me hanging, James. Right, who else do we have in the comments? Uh, we have... We have a bunch of new comments. Come on. Uh, we have Count Falconer, who's a, a new, a, uh, I think, a new welcome to the show. I think you're new. I haven't seen you before. Uh, can someone remind Warner Brothers that they own Looney Tunes? And <laughs> just because they own Looney Tunes, it doesn't mean that they have to act like them. Completely, <laughs> I completely agree with you guys. Just because they own Looney Tunes doesn't mean they have to act like a bunch of Looney Tunes, which they are doing, and they've been doing for a while now. Uh, AC says, how crazy is Europe because of the Super League BS off-topic? Well, I could talk about the Super League for a while. I'm going to be honest. It's a whole football thing or soccer if you're American. Um, it's probably not the show for it, but it's complete BS. I'm glad it's not happening. Uh, it looks like it's not happening. I'm a Liverpool fan, so I'm, I'm glad that's not happening. Uh, what? Yeah, James is probably completely lost with all that all that football talk. Um, Dan Six says, "Hell of a show on Friday for um, <laughs> Super Team Megaforce." I still can't say it. You deserve that break. Thank you very much. I I think we we're just working on 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 the site and stuff. So doing that. Super well. Team Mega. <laughs> Jealous comics. Super Team. <laughs> all right, I'll hit that like button. Super- Thank you. Thank you, James. Thank you. Thank you. you, you that's good. You, you can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> let's carry on Mikey Sutton my laugh is immortalized yes it is it is <laughs> I love that laugh of you go over there and hit the fucking like button alright you hit it now <laughs> you motherfucking hit the fucking like I just... that's so good it's the laugh that makes it and uh, Red Ranger 241 Red Ranger 241 is in the comments saying sup sup to you Gunner Moose is in the comments has shared and liked thank you very much Gunner uh, and then uh, same Sonic different case says uh, he laughs of course he does <laughs> this is, uh, Dan Zig says uh, you made the missus very happy with your Mindhunter season 3 news oh I'm very I'm very, ha- I'm very uh, happy that you like that incidentally the actor in it uh, Holtz uh, McClenny McClen- I, I can't pronounce his last name but he actually shared the, uh, the article as well on Twitter which was pretty damn cool that was cool of him uh, Right, who, who else, at least I wasn't gunned this time uh, John McIntyre says uh, knuckle supper call it Sanchez or you'll get a knuckle supper that's what he wants <laughs> and uh, there, who, who else <laughs> right we have uh, Prince Zodiac says hi guys and uh, he does it's his whole TikTok thing, right? With uh, like that, 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 you know, fire. I can't do that. I can't do that rubbish. But thank you very much for that. <laughs> Didn't mean to call it rubbish. Uh, Danzig says quite a few online journalists on Twitter seem to be loving the Hamada burgers. Yes. <laughs> Hamada burger. Hamada burger. Hamada burger. Sounds rather delicious. 
They do. They, they, they're loving those Hamada burgers. I wonder how much they, they pay to eat them. Uh, right, what else do we have? Uh, we have in the comments uh, something from Jay. No, DLW says, almost forgot cocaine. Pashli, self master. <laughs> there you go reese 75 says what are you watching first tomorrow mortal kombat or falcon and the wind soldier uh, mortal kombat all the way <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you i think mortal kombat is uh something i've been really excited about seeing uh and you uh, lie! Uh, honestly no i don't lie mate it's something that i'm i love the games i love the i'm a i'm, I'm a kind of an, not not it's not guilty pleasure that the original movie, the Paul W. Sanderson movie, I really do love, uh, even though it's not very good. I know it's not very good. I also love Event Horizon. So there's two films that I really do like of his. And uh, and I really want to see this. It looks, the, the trailer looked really good. I'm going to be honest, Falcon the Winter Soldier is good. It's good, but I'm, it's, it's, not, it's not like, I'm not as pumped for it as I was for WandaVision. Like, WandaVision was something I was really looking forward to on Fridays. And Falcon the Wind Soldier, I kind of wait a while before I watch it now on Fridays. So I'll still watch it tomorrow. I'll watch I'll watch Mortal Kombat. What? Yeah, James doesn't agree with me, but you know what? Each to their own. <laughs> it's it's an opinion, mate. <laughs> right, what else do we have? We have Dan Zig in the comments saying Hamada wants to reboot the Justice League and call it the European Super League. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, lo- I love these in jokes that people and, are not good and i do think that moving f- um yeah <laughs> yeah and then it'll fall flat on its face won't it that's that's the whole that's the whole opinion that's the whole point uh at least actually tell you what at least the clubs have been listening to the fans in that in that regard uh red ranger 241 says as someone who doesn't care for football i want i wanted the super league to go ahead and be like wwe storylines and all <laughs> well that's yeah that's not very popular in the uk or italy or Spain, any any of the countries involved, they were getting very annoyed about it. I love the fact that you guys are mentioning the Super League so much. Uh, what, what else do we have in the comments? We have, um, it ha- is Hamada fired yet? No, he's still there. He, he's still there, and he'll probably be there until 2023. Uh, I, I'll, I'll explain why in a bit. AT&T data uh, expected as hell. Yeah, well, we're not going to go, we're not going to delve too much into the data, that because honestly, uh, when people were talking about the investors uh, call, they were kind of, I, I think a lot of people were expecting an almost like Disney Investors Day presentation. It was never going to be that. That, that. This is literally just for investors. So it's very, very data driven. And no! <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it, it wasn't it wasn't the event that I think. Uh, certain people were bigging it up to be. It was very much investors only. It wasn't streamed anywhere. There is a PDF out there, uh, which actually the Sax God very, uh, very kindly shared with me. And re- after reading the PDF, I can tell you that the uh, Snyderverse or Justice League's, uh, sorry, Zack Snyder's Justice League was mentioned, I think, twice, not like in that in that thing. And um, they really did push Godzilla versus Kong. So to me, that signals that uh, that's the end of the Snyderverse. But I know that Sill has been saying otherwise, and that's fine, you know each to their own honestly i have been saying this the whole the, i mean there are only there are only real there are only really two ways that the snyderverse can continue and that's a, that's a if at&t really gets behind this behind it and the other option is if the rock gets behind it and he is trying to get i mean there are still discussions being had at the moment there are still possibilities for it to continue but at the moment as it stands i think 
I really do think this investors meeting or presentation, whatever it was, the the, the investors call, sorry, uh, really did show to me that they are just letting Warner Brothers carry on with it. And they're focusing heavily on HBO Max. And for them, Godzilla was a bigger, a bigger thing. And they made that clear in this. In the, I mean, I can share the PDF. Man, don't bullshit me. I'm not bullshitting you. It's true. They, they, they did highlight the fact that a lot of these things have been doing well for them and have been uh, pushing people to subscribe to HBO Max. But really, they're really focusing on on things like the Nevers and... Um, and uh... What? It's true. I know it's mad, but it's true. <laughs> it's... It, 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 it is mind-boggling, but it's what they're doing, and uh, it's unfortunate. It's un well. The thing is, look, okay, let, let's let's take a step back and look at it for Zach, right? Um, Zach's got well on May twenty-first. He's got Army of the Dead coming out. Incoming uh, rant, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's got uh, Army of the Dead coming out. So that film already is tracking to do ridiculously well for Netflix. So for honestly, for Zach, the best possibility is. I mean, the best possibility would be that he'd get to do both, that he'd get to do like an Army of the Dead sequel, get to do more stuff with Netflix, get to do more stuff that he wants to do aside from Warner Brothers and also get to continue the Snyderverse. Now, that would be, every, everyone would love that, wouldn't they? They'd love to ha ha for, ha for him to have as much work as possible. And I'm pretty sure he'd want to do that. I'm pretty sure his, uh, his, his production company want him to do that and or his wife as well. The way it's going now, AT&T is there. We've said this all along. It was very unusual that they stepped in to greenlight um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. That that is very unusual. That the extraordinary consequence. Yeah, it's an extraordinary consequence, or it's extraordinary. Uh, it doesn't usually happen that a parent company does that. They usually just let the companies that that they own get on with it. So that means Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Media. So Warner Media is a company as a whole that it includes Warner Brothers, HBO Max, and all, all you know the whole the whole shebang. And this Investors Day presentation, this Investors Day call for me proved that they're just that all they care about are the numbers they're so data driven that's all they care about now the zack size justice league i think it they're still not they still didn't release the actual numbers that the, the, the film did which i was really hoping they would do but they didn't and the reason that, it's like fuck it you know exactly the reason they and it is like fuck it but the reason they didn't do it is because of this gagging order Warner Brothers doesn't want anyone knowing how well the film's done, which is why it's so bloody confusing at the moment. Like, we're getting conflicting messaging from all over the place about the numbers. Now, I'm not I, I don't have access to the numbers. If I did, I'd give them to you. Uh, but we've had the stuff from Samba TV. We've had the stuff from whatever the hell Variety's intelligence platform is. It's, it's not an intelligence platform. It's a load of bullshit. And... Um, and then so and and then we got the stuff from Deadline where they literally took Samba TV's numbers and twisted them, and <clears throat> sorry. And then worldwide we've been getting these numbers that look really good for Zack Snyder's Justice League. But then they go, then <laughs> Warner Brothers and HBO Max goes out and says Godzilla vs Kong is the the highest performing movie for us like this year and possibly like ever. I've heard people say like on streaming and. The, the mind-boggling thing about that is that's a movie that's literally... That's Legendary Pictures film. That's not Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers didn't produce this. Or this, well, they, 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 they have the distribution rights to this movie. The movie they have everything for is Zack Snyder's Justice League. So technically, they would have made more money out of that film now if they'd released it in cinemas, uh, which 
in certain places, I mean, it look, hopefully they will end up doing that at some point, but I don't know if they are. I really do hope they at least that his film gets a cinematic release. That would be great. But with it being four hours long, I suppose Warner Brothers thinks there's no point. So the way they're acting is very much, the way at and is acting is very much like, we don't want to be too involved in this. We're going to let Warner Brothers carry on the way they're carrying on. We're going to let HBO Max do what it's doing and then see what happens. What do you think, James? <laughs> I saw you come in. <laughs> take off your headphones for a minute. But they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! That wasn't so bad, actually. <laughs> so the, the, the whole, the whole the, there, is a, there is a really big problem here, and that, that's that... Um, the the Warner Brothers is supposed to be a filmmaker uh, studio first, and they're really not thinking about the filmmaker at all here. They're not they're not putting filmmakers uh, in pole position at all. They're they're really going behind. They're going on the bad robot bandwagon, and we'll get into that in a bit. But let's go back into the comments. Let's see what everyone's saying. Uh, and yes, I do see in the comments Reese is saying that um, Zach is planning an IMAX event. Yes, he is. He is planning an IMAX event. So hopefully that will happen and that will be big, but it will be an event. It won't be like released in, in a lot of cinemas. It won't be a wide release, which is what I really think the film needs. Uh, same Sonic difference as uh, Mikey. And I know Come on, just fucking Mikey! <laughs> there you go. Uh, Prince Zodiac says, can I ask a Marvel question? Do you think Werewolf, Werewolf by Night will ever be a thing? You know what? I think it could be. Um, it's actually a really good question. Uh, I actually haven't thought about that at all. Uh, probably a better person to ask would be either Tivo or Mikey, or even Peter when he's on. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, I don't see why they wouldn't. They are going into more like the Marvel Universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going into uh, more supernatural areas. So we're seeing uh, Blades coming. I hope it's coming. Um, yeah, we're seeing Blade coming, and then we've got... Um, uh, with everything with WandaVision that happened is very supernatural. Um, Doctor Strange into in the multi in the multiverse of madness looks like it's really going to go down that supernatural route. So I do think there's an element of that. We've got witches now in the MCU. So why not have werewolves? So werewolves by night, I think it possibly could be making a some sort of in, be introduced in some way in the MCU. Possibly not the way it is in the comics, or exactly like it is in the comics. They'll kind of MCU it if, if that's the thing you can say but yeah that's a good question thank you for that and uh, uh so what's up everyone dc talk with extended uh, i hope you're doing well dc talk with extended <laughs> and um i'm not i'm gonna butcher your name um uh ozcan ozcan i'm just gonna call you that ozcan uh hello first time i joined what's the purpose of this channel <laughs> that's the question i'm pretty sure everyone's asking themselves what is the purpose of this channel the purpose of this channel is to have fun <laughs> yeah exactly that's it and 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 interspersed with silly clips <laughs> there you go that's the purpose of this channel is to is to it, the purpose of this channel is to confuse you <laughs> uh his red ranger two uh two four one says they released a clip of jack's fatality today and <laughs> god yeah uh it looks good it look i honestly think this film looks really good so i'm, I'm excited to see mortal combat uh right what else do we have says uh, mikey says i think the reason why people anticipated wonder vision more every week is to see if mephisto would show up and I, I completely agree with you mikey for me that was a big deal even though in the back of my head i was like I don't think Mephisto is ever going to come to the MCU in the way we want him to. Uh, I think uh, China has uh, a lot of say 
in that really unfortunately the chinese market and as we keep on saying the devil or any kind of iteration of the devil is not permitted into the chinese market so if mephisto was going to come in mephisto would be a pretty big deal so uh, honestly the whole time i was watching one vision i was just waiting for al pacino to turn up and go Hoo-ah! and then everyone would be like oh my god he's mephisto but yeah it didn't happen and that was that's a shame in a perfect world mikey in a perfect world right uh, next comment uh, we have um uh, Gunnamu says AT&T will never be Disney. Uh, no, th- and th- that's it. AT&T is not a Disney. AT&T is first and foremost, they're not real. They're in communications. They're in telecommunications. That's their whole game. They're very new. Into, I mean, they did have a T. I think they had a TV like section and they sold it, I think, a direct TV thing and they sold it. So for them, HBO Max is a really big thing. And and but and that's why they're like if you look at their the whole the PDF it really is HBO Max focused like more than anything I've ever seen they don't they don't talk about cinematic releases of anything uh, and I know that's probably because of the pandemic but also they they just don't care they don't care about that area of of, of business which is kind of weird because you think it's like you know <laughs> a Batman versus Superman film or like a Justice League two could make over a billion in in uh, in cinemas uh, when cinemas are eventually opened again but that, that's really not that's not what they care about they all they care about is bringing in the money whereas disney is very much more they've they're so much more involved disney is a is a movie studio first and foremost like that, that's what they were that's you know they had the parks and all that as well but really walt disney was a movie guy that's what he loved so you know that's and that's in that's in disney's dna uh, at&t is just uh, is <laughs> what's in their dna making like giving you bad signal <laughs> i think as that's at least if if john oliver's anything to go by that's uh what at&t is all about uh all right moving on <laughs> to the to the next hopefully at&t won't won't come and uh do something <laughs> uh jedi master ej says hate missing this live i have to catch the replay wife has me out shopping at ikea <laughs> <laughs> I love IKEA, so you know, have a good time. Have a good time. Catch it on the replay. Uh, Dan Zig says one thing that surprised me is HBO Max ain't all that. They didn't reveal their increase for HBO Max subs. True, and instead bundled HBO in with HBO Max to bolster their numbers. True. Yeah, uh, or as some people in the US, I say fact. Uh, yeah, you're completely right, Dan. Um, they didn't do that. They, they put everything together to make it look better because it's. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Uh, the, the, I mean, the whole investors' day thing is so that you know that they're they're trying to promote themselves. They're trying to say, look, we've done such a good job. Uh, Q one's been brilliant, uh, and uh, in fact, you know, Q one's been f- fine. <laughs> and um, like HBO Max is never going to do the numbers that they want it to do because it's not what released worldwide, which is completely and utterly bonkers. Like, um, I, I mean, I know someone that's been trying, that's involved in trying to get H, well, has been involved in trying to get HBO Max released in Europe and uh, like available in Europe, and it's been a complete nightmare. And one of the reasons it's been such a nightmare is because of all the stupid deals that HBO's been doing. Well, I suppose not really stupid, like, but they're really not very. They, they were not thinking the they're not thinking about the kind of the end goal and really they're, they're not they're not playing the long game which is yeah that was what i was looking for uh they were really thinking okay in the uk for instance we'll just let all of our stuff go onto sky atlantic we'll sign a very long contract with them so we don't have to worry about that for a bunch of a number of years and then HBO max comes around like oh shit uh <laughs> we want to release this in the uk uh, they did the same thing with Canada Plus in France, and I'm pretty sure elsewhere in Europe they've done similar deals, like Italy as Sky as well. So they did similar deals with countries all over Europe where these contracts are going on for a number of years and they just can't get out of them. 
Now, what Disney did, because Disney did similar things with Sky, where they had like their movies go out on Sky. Uh, but what they did is they paid them off. They, they just said, look, we'll pay get, to get out of these contracts. And they did that. So they released uh, Disney Plus later in Europe and in other in other regions. But at least they released it in the same year that they released <laughs> that they, they made the app uh, and the streaming service available in the US. Uh, right. <laughs> I think that's James telling me to stop doing the round. Uh, DLW says, it's literally a PR nightmare to come out and admit that uh, the attempted uh, Saratoga movie, Justice, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, did better than anything they've ever put out. Nightmare. I mean, yeah, it, it, is, it, is, it is a nightmare. It is a PR nightmare. Like, I, w- I just really wish they would, like, at least just own up and give us the numbers. Like, uh, and that would, I put that, if, if, which I, I I severely doubt. If the numbers are worse than we think, then that's I'm pretty sure that's fine. And I mean, I'm, I, maybe some you know Snyderverse fans will say, "Oh, these numbers have been sabotaged," <laughs> but at least it would give us something. It would give us something a bit more concrete to lean on. Because at the moment, we're just working with like nothing really. It's like absolutely nothing. Let, what? Are, let's have a look at the comments. Let's see what else. Uh, what other people have to say. Uh, Sean says Christopher Nolan loves Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's like fuck it, you know. I mean, <laughs> well, that—that's the thing. That—that—that uh, uh, that, that clip really makes me think. Literally, Warner Brothers in this whole ordeal have lost one of the best filmmakers to have ever lived. Let's be honest. Like, honestly, if you don't think Christopher Nolan is one of the best filmmakers to have ever lived, then you know. Mm, he is and he's not going to do another film with Warner Brothers after this after that whole HBO Max stunt they pulled so that is that is this this has been a terrible year for Warner Brothers like and like an unprecedentedly bad year and um uh, in the article that you know Warner Media's plans for DC films inside the mayhem a lot of it is to do a lot of the reasons why they're not pursuing the Snyderverse is to do with money uh they're really really low on cash and uh, the, I mean, the pandemic is one reason, but there are among, it's a poorly run company, and it has been for a number of years, and that's the, one of the main reasons why they're in this mess, right? What other, uh, what other comments do we have before we introduce uh, tonight's guest? Uh, Snyder is gone in a few months. I think you're right. I think Snyder is is not going to bother with the Warner Brothers <laughs> for a while. Uh, Chad Fisher says, "What are your thoughts on a back on a Batflex series?" Well, my thoughts on that is that you should go and check out Mikey's um, article. Uh, he's saying that it's back on. That AT and T uh, is is looking at this as a possibility. So, I mean, this wasn't, of course, revealed in the um, in the investors' court. Never was going to be. But it, I mean, it's a kind of no brainer to do it if Ben wants to do it. And that, that's really the key point here: is does he want to do it? It sounds like he does. Um, and Chad says, "Thanks, great show. Thank you." It sounds like you've gone. <laughs> it sounds like you came and you, you, had, you did your comment and you left. And don't forget to read your article, article Edward. The one you did yes. for Mikey's that goes through the whole history of it and uh, what your sources told you what happened at the beginning in the middle. Yeah, th- that article was more about like what's been happening, what's been happening since the beginning of the kind of the, the idea of doing a Batman film, and then and then that kind of then there was an idea of a spin-off series as well, and why that never kind of went or happened. And now Mikey Mikey's sources are telling them telling him that actually conversations are happening again, which is good news, which is what you want to hear. Uh, right, let's uh, let's go into some more comments before we bring in our um, our guest. <laughs> He's patiently waiting. Kazakhs, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Cocainum. That's for you, Kaz. Yeah, you go, Kaz. Uh, right, who else do we have in the comments? We have uh, in Canada. We have Crave. There you go. So, you, that, okay, this is this is something. Do you don't have HBO Max in Canada? No, we have Crave. Um, which That's is crazy. You have to pay a subscription for Crave, and then you have to pay on top of that for the HBO Max stuff and movies. Like you get some HBO Max shows and some Showtime, but you have to um, <laughs> pay on top for the movies. So, and I, we got it. We got a subscription just for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. And it renewed last month. I'm like, okay, I'll keep it because I'm going to wait to see if there's any news can drop about the Snyderverse. But nothing has dropped yet. And I'm kind of thinking, I know I'm not supposed to cancel it if I want to support the Snyderverse. But at the same time, we don't watch it. I mean, what we watch I think John it's, Oliver yeah. on Sundays. Yeah. And that's that's about it. And there's no Ray Donovan out now. Right? So I'm not, you know, won't be watching that. There's there are a couple of new HBO series that are quite that are quite good. There's the one with Kate Winslet, this this on at the moment. Yeah, but I only have time to watch so many, yeah. and there's already just a few that I watch, and I'm happy yeah. with that, you know. And we I can catch John Oliver's monologues and stuff on YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> but also, what, what I was going to ask you is, so you have to pay extra for the movies. Yeah. So well, it's, it's in a package, yeah. like you pay like an extra like seven bucks or ten bucks or something. Okay, so does that mean you're going to get to see Mortal Kombat then? Oh, is it on HBO Max? Yeah, it's HBO Max. Oh, nice. Yeah, then I'll be watching. Uh, actually, is it not? Is it not HBO Max? I don't know. Let me. Check I thought it was HBO. It probably isn't. Actually, <laughs> it probably it probably isn't. Um, I need to check that out. Actually, I'm looking I, right I, now. I thought I thought it was maybe not. It was Godzilla. Was their last like Godzilla yeah, versus HBO Godzilla Max? Speaking. It's HBO yeah. Max. That's fine. Yeah, then I'll be watching that. That's okay. But I, I mean. Not really interested in Godzilla vs. Kong because I'm a big fan of the old movies. And I watch mm. the new ones and there's, we've had this, this discussion, right? So, um, well, you, I mean, yeah, like I, 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 I complete, I mean, we, yeah, we have, we have talked about a bit about that film. I thought, I thought it was fine, but it's I like, um, it, right? It, there's not enough to pull me in into the door, the front door, so to speak, to watch it because uh, I've watched the, the original ones growing up. And then I watched the one with uh, Matthew Broderick and Hank Azaria, was it? Yeah. You know, and I caught a little bit of... That was absolute... Oh, that was that was a shit show. Kong <laughs> Island I watched, and it was a good spectacle film. Yeah, that was fine. special, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so... Scott, yeah. And also, actually, I just checked out Mortal Kombat is on HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. So, that, so that is on HBO Max. I'll be watching that, and then I'm not sure. I'll have to see what's coming up. Uh, if there was a new season of Ray Donovan, then I totally would um, keep it for sure. I haven't watched that show. Oh Is man, good... you're missing out. You gotta watch it. You got he he. <laughs> oh man, Lee Schreiber. He needs to be back in the the Marvel universe for sure. Uh, I don't think he ever will be though, unfortunately. That's yeah, the same YouTube thumbnail when I was searching for images today for articles yeah. that showed uh, Lee Schreiber photoshopped as Wolverine. And it oh, was, he'd be so like, good. He would be amazing, especially yeah. if you watch Donovan. So. Yeah. Right, uh, shame. Uh, Ah, uh, Lords of the Longbox. Yeah, I just, want, I just have one quick question. <laughs> right. So, what else do we? Uh, I've noticed a lot of people saying it's HBO Max. Yeah. So it is HBO Max. I know. And Ray Donovan is great. Being disabled, I can watch so much TV and films. Um, Donovan is on Showtime here. That's good. That's good. Like, yeah. If it's good, I'll probably check it out now. But actually, one one series I've been watching on Disney Plus is Burn Notice, uh, and I actually quite like that. <laughs> Um, I heard that was pretty good, but have you seen? Fine. Um, oh, it was the Jack Ryan movie with uh, Ben Affleck. Which, the uh, some of all fears. 
Yeah. Have you seen yes. that one? Yes, that's a good film. Lee Schreiber was, I, I yeah. mean, Affleck was great in that film, but Lee Schreiber was my yeah. favorite part of that movie, playing the yeah. CIA Black Ops kind of. He's, he's amazing in everything. He's good in everything he's in. Like he's one of those actors that's just very good in everything he's in. So yeah, so he was a he. I, he's been in so much stuff. That I'm forgetting. Like for me, it's always him. I suppose him being Sabretooth was the thing that I remember him most for. Yeah, Victor but, Creed. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been in other stuff that's really good too. He actually uh, did a, a film that was about a boxer from New York, I believe. Like his life story. It didn't. It didn't get a lot of press, but um, I saw it on uh, some streaming service. I think it was. Amazon Prime or Netflix. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. I have to look that up. But anyways, anyone in the comments knows um if Crave has that documentary yet on Zack Snyder's Just League, I would love to hear that because Jay here says that we only have ZSJL to watch. And that's pretty much true. But the black mm. and white version is on it too. Yeah, I can't find uh, the gray version of Justice League anywhere in Europe. No way. Eh? Like oh, that is it's, it's so weird the way they've done it. Like I think it, I was thinking it might be on Sky, but it's not. So I, I don't know where to find that, which is really annoying. I've actually bought it twice now. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, uh, Liv Schreiber for the thing. Interesting. Directed by Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> that that's a that's a film I would see. That is a. I, I noticed someone said that uh, Christopher Nolan should direct Fantastic Four in the comments. Well, that's John Watts, so that's that's gone. I think if Christopher Nolan were to direct a Marvel movie, I'm pretty sure as. Um, as Mikey said, I think a Silver Surfer film would be would be the best bet for him. I think mean, that would be really cool. Yeah, the yeah. documentary's not on there apparently. That's a shame. That's a shame. Again. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hello. Hey, what's Hello. happening? Hey Clint, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Just going through uh, going through Hello there. Hello, Hello there. there. <laughs> yeah, and uh... Wow. What can I say? <laughs> you see, when, 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Yeah, you did. You did, James. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I got a unique set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a long <laughs> career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. No, that's good. That's a good, good. That was good. Yeah. When, you wonder. <laughs> How many more of these? Fucking James. <laughs> Fucking James. I will find you and I will kill you. I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> that, honestly, that. that Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. And they hear a lamentation of the women. <laughs> what what does he actually say in that quote? <laughs> what, no what is he actually saying? <laughs> All I is lament- your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of their women. Crush your and enemies, he- see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of their women. And adhere the lamentation and to hear. What does that even mean? <laughs> I- we don't we don't want to know. We don't want to discuss that. It's an old movie. I-, <laughs> I think I know what it means. Uh, <laughs> rape the women basically that's what you're fired that's a lovely film <laughs> steal rape the horses and steal the women <laughs> yeah. oh man how, how, how are you doing anyway hopefully I'm, i can have a conversation with you yeah man i'm doing great I, man i've had a crazy morning my neighbor behind me decided to 
dig a pool today. So there's a giant tractor yes. and, and it sounds like a jackhammer outside my window. So I had to jump in my car and drive across town. Uh, luckily I got a buddy that has a, had some, uh, he's like, yeah, dude, the upstairs is open, man. Go set up up there. So I brought my camera and all my stuff. Oh and, my God. Uh, seriously. Yeah, man. I, well, dude, I if I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to be there. So here, <laughs> so I'm, incredible. yeah, man. So, uh, <laughs> so then I'm going to go back tonight drive back across town and, and set up back again in my, at my place and get ready for my, my stream later on tonight. So, oh, but I'm glad cool. to be here. I'm glad I made it. Can uh, I, uh, can I show that clip you sent me? <laughs> if, yeah, go for it. If you want, it's, it's loud. You'll see how loud it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, so and uh, and I read a bunch of your articles this morning, Edward. You've been you've been busy, big cranking yeah. them out. Well, this is this is kind of my what I'm my mo, what I'm what I'm good at really is just cranking out a lot of articles. But ones ones, I mean, we have been trying to do a different sort of thing because we have writers now as well, so freelancers as well that they they do mainly features. So mm -hmm. there aren't that many people that do news. So I like to make sure that then all the news is covered. So small screen is uh, populated, well populated. Oh, <laughs> I, I was uh when i was in the backstage this is what's happening inside my window at 7 30 <laughs> in the morning man yeah, that was, that's what they were a paintball gun that was I was I was angry at that point, but I was trying to have fun with it. I was like, it is what it is, man. We gotta figure this out. But uh yeah. But yeah, um I was gonna say a minute ago about the uh you were talking about uh Mortal Kombat being on, yeah. on HBO Max. Um it, if you notice it was supposed to be out on the sixteenth and they pushed mm. it back. I'm pretty sure they pushed it back a week because they didn't they wanted it to be an uh outside the 30 days of the Snyder cut. So cuz then otherwise you're getting a 3 for 1. You're getting Snyder yeah. cut, you're getting King Kong and you're getting Mortal Kombat. No, we need to keep subscribers for an extra month, you know. Yeah. Push it it pushed it back for a week. I'm I I mean I'm pretty sure that's why they did. Yeah, so. no, it's definitely why they did it. Yeah. Like to be honest, if you look at their release schedule, it's kind of stupid <laughs> i'm gonna be honest because amongst like, other things yeah like they're, they're too squashed together like i remember that that weird graph that they re released or well, variety released and they were claiming that this big upsurge was because of godzilla versus kong but like the beginning of that was Zack Snyder's justice league so i'm just like yeah you got like a what was it two weeks a week not even between the two yeah releasing that's that's i mean that you wouldn't do that if you're releasing in cinemas so you shouldn't really do that on a streaming service either they were probably just front loading it like dude we got to just entice as many people to sign up as possible it's probably yeah. what, they were, what they were trying to do once they said okay we got a few <laughs> subscribers so let's back this down let's yeah. back, it, back it up a little bit but it, it's really the enemies see them driven before you and they hear a lamentation of the women he says that word wrong. That's that's why I'm a bit. He says lamentation. Lamentation of the women. It's lamentation. It's a teammate. Lamentation <laughs> of the women. Uh, I was, I was talking to Arnie then. I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. <laughs> yes, Reese. That's very funny. PSD <laughs> uh, inducing warnings. Uh, PTSD inducing warnings. This is what's happening inside my window. I'm getting all the real estate of that <laughs> clip I can. Dude, I hadn't even had coffee yet <laughs> at that point. I was uh, that was oh, a rude man. rude awakening. That's hor that's horrible. Like, honestly, 
like I suppose that in Texas you kind of need a pool. So you, yeah, you, but yeah. the interesting thing about uh, about Texas in Central Texas where I live is the ground is just limestone. It's just rock, so it's you mm. can't just dig a hole. It's really tough. So that you, yeah. it's there are no basements. If it, somebody says that they have a basement in Austin, they're either super rich or they're liars because there are no basements <laughs> in Texas. So that's, that's <laughs> is that true? That's <laughs> <laughs> Elon's probably got a basement. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Elon has a couple of basements. Yeah, <laughs> probably don't want to go into Elon's basement. So you got the the sax god asking if you're in Dallas. You're not. You, are you in Dallas? You're, no, you're, I'm in Austin. Austin, Austin. Yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's in the. Uh, you got. You, I mean, there are lots of uh, sh friends of the show. I think in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I suppose one thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, was did, did you get a chance to? I suppose no one's no one's caught the AT&T investors presentation like because it's not a presentation it's a call right. that they had within but did you hear anything about what came out of this I've I heard some streams uh, of some other channels and yeah. uh, and they were talking about uh, they didn't want to release numbers that's what I heard yeah. that's the big drama is is that they're not and and everyone's saying dude if they're not being transparent and releasing numbers there's a reason if, any chance you get to uh, make yourself look good you're going to do that and if your numbers are good you're going to be like see look we're doing great but if they're yeah. if they're being quiet like yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna get into that number sharing every every month we, you know we'll we'll let you know later on next quarter or whatever uh there's something something's a little weird going on don't, don't you think this is one of the the really stupid and, and weird things about this whole streaming game is the only way we know about the numbers is if they tell us whereas yeah. with with um uh, like cinematic releases you can you know almost immediately how well or badly a film is doing you've got box office mojo that is like keeps that you know is is, is on top of that and it's kind of it's information that's released publicly they really should be just releasing this information publicly shouldn't they? i don't i don't remember if these numbers are correct but it, they're the it's like there's 2.7 million hbo max uh subscribers and there's yeah. like 20 million uh, uh disney it's like it's like way off you know what i mean and granted disney, disney Disney's Dis almost a hundred million, I think. Is is yeah, is, well, yeah, just yeah. I think I'll in this look. in this last quarters was was what I heard, you know. But it was just like wow. In the last two months, the new signups has been like twenty million new signups for Disney, and and so and, and again, I might be off fudging the numbers a little bit. This is something I heard. Um, but uh, it, it's crazy, and of course Disney's got uh, crazy content with cult followings. Yeah. You got Star Wars and, and Marvel. That's something big to fight with. It's a shame they're not using DC because, like, they should because DC's got such a huge fan base. It's like you have your property. Just do it, man. Put this Batman thing out. If the internet is going crazy, you're a fool not to be pushing that. You know what I mean? Like, what are you waiting for? But that's the thing is, is they think that the DC fandom is toxic. And and it's like they've made that very clear in the Anson of, well, at least she did, in yeah. her Variety interview. Well, you actually, you're pretty much... Win -win they're toxic. Yeah. They're toxic money spends. You think, uh, you know, you think they're, you think that Star Wars toxic uh, fan base doesn't spend money and doesn't watch stuff. Like, I mean, there's <laughs> pretty much anything, whether you're talking about politics or movies or any genre, pretty much anything on the internet is going to have toxic people. Period. Yes, exactly.
Jesus he's, Christ, he, James. He, <laughs> yeah, he, but that's because Sax God's leaving, so he, he he left the stream. But he's. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, you were still here for about five minutes into that. Left. Yeah, you were still talking. I felt so bad. <laughs> that was like the uh, the Academy Award uh, yeah. mu music they play to shut up. They're like, okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> but you know, you're 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 completely right. It's like do, like they shouldn't really see fandom as being toxic. Also, especially like when they they pay money for this, they pay good yeah. money for this sort of stuff. So, uh, I mean, also. I think calling them toxic, it, like just branding the whole fandom as toxic, is wrong anyway. You shouldn't do that. And it's, and it's yeah, and it's what they did. It's it's disrespectful because they are your fans. Uh, you know, the, uh, there there is a small number of people that will do things the wrong way. But to be honest, as far as D, I mean, I actually think the, the Star Wars fandoms worse than the DC yeah, fandom. I mean, be, being a Star Wars fan myself, me too. I, they're pretty bad. You know, it's. I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Take their money. That's what you do. Come on. But literally, and also, like, Star Wars is constantly course correcting because of the fandom to a certain way. And Dan Zig here says the fans are toxic, but our money not, but, uh, but our money not right. Okay. But our money is not right kind of thing. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's, that's true. <clears throat> And uh, I do, I do think you you were kind of spot on with your numbers there. So HBO Max in the first quarters added two point seven million subscribers. Um, that's almost as much as Netflix, actually. Interestingly enough, so the numbers are pretty good, right? And considering that it's only based in in like, well, you don't you know the 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 number of subscribers they can get is limited because they're only they're only available in certain areas at the moment, whereas Netflix is everywhere. But again. If you got two hundred million plus subscribers, how many more people can you really get? You yeah. know, it's it's, <laughs> I, it's I also, a lot. I also heard them say something about uh, combining. I don't know that that those numbers are combined, but that in the future maybe that they're just going to give you HBO <clears throat> numbers that and including regular HBO and HBO Max together. Yeah. Uh, what they which, did, what what they that was what they did. So they okay. HBO and HBO Max adds two point seven million subscribers. They didn't they didn't specify how many of that was HBO, how much of that was HBO, and how much of that was HBO Max. So that's really the did, trick. That's how yeah, you inflate. They, that's how you inflate your numbers. You're like, okay, we'll just slide this thing in there and not not tell specifics. You know. Yeah, exactly. They really, honestly, they'll they'll do anything to make themselves look good, especially in front of their investors. Which is the whole thing is like, and and I did see a bit of Sil's stream earlier, and he was trying to say that this this investors presentation uh, was kind of showing that there is hope for the side of us. Honestly, I saw it as the opposite. But I mean, I completely respect his his uh, opinion on that. But as far as I was concerned. They barely mentioned any. Well, the the film they really mentioned was Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong. Well, uh, from what I understand, they barely mentioned uh, uh, Warner Brothers, and it was only yeah. like tw twenty minutes of the meeting. And and uh, and when you really look at the scope, the size of AT and T and all their acquisitions and the debt that they have, it's like hundreds of billions of dollars. It's a yeah. lot of money. So, so you're looking at Warner brothers. That's just one little sliver of what they have going on. You know I mean? There's a, yeah. there's a lot going on with that company. So it, it makes sense that maybe they only talk about it for a little bit. If they had a huge, huge win, they would have probably talked about it for a little bit longer. Yes. But yeah. And this actually nice, very nicely, um, Clint, this is why we bring you on the, on the show. Cause you're very good at this. Uh, Seg, me into the article that we published uh, this is yesterday now about Warner Media's plans for DC films so basically you said it in a nutshell it's money it's, it's all to do with money so one of the main reasons why um, 
why uh, Walter Hamada was brought into DC Films in the first place to be the president was to be tight on budget. That's literally what he was known for. Like you look at his um, the films he made with New Line Cinema, and it was actually very low costing uh, horror movies that made a lot of money. So The Conjuring, Annabelle, Conjuring Two, Lights Out, Annabelle Creation, The Nun. There are some real stinkers there that he was the executive producer of as well. I didn't mention those in the article, but there are some pretty bad films. Um, but basically, he made New Line Cinema a lot of money. And this, you could look at him, look at him as kind of New Line Cinema's Blumhouse, like Jason Blumhouse. Who's you know, if you know anything about the horror genre, that's what he's good at, and that's what this guy is good at as well. That's Walter Amada is very good at this, and this was his whole plan for the DC films. It was was specifically what I was told is that. Um, so this is a source. What I can tell you is that the last I heard, Walter wanted to hand almost all of the DC stuff over to BR, so Bad Robots. Uh, he continued, said he, Hamada, wanted uh, them to try and make like their version of the MCU away from Snyder stuff. So this meant letting Abrams and co. come up with a load of new stuff based on pretty unknown IPs. So this is, he then went, sorry, they, <laughs> sorry, uh, then, then went in, I always do that, uh, then went into uh, specifics about which IPs they were thinking of making. So um, there are a load of others being talked about that actually sounded pretty cool. Zatanna, which is actually just now is now uh, confirmed. Black Hawk, The Spectre, The Question, Mr. Miracle. That was very far along, actually, then nothing. And then Midnighter. And that was the one that people were getting very excited about. Uh, they were talking of a series that came straight from Bad Robot. Um, we were being told that Justice League Dark was the big one for BR and Hamada that would really kick things off. The Ellis Superman movie would have linked into that series and then uh, would uh, made uh, would sorry would have made other stuff linked to that series too. So this is where the whole Marvel formula comes in. They wanted to it all be linked. Shows lead into movies. Movies lead into shows. Um, Walter Hamada also wanted to keep costs down. Uh, we used to get told that all the time. Uh, it was really this really came from the top. So Walter and Jason Emmerich, um, yeah, Jason Emmerich, um, they, sorry, no, not Emmerich. I put that Keela. That's meant to be Keela. That's me. Sorry, uh, there's a mistake in it. It's meant to be Keela. Um, they both wanted to keep costs to a minimum. Used to tell us this uh, was the key in keeping DC things alive and our salaries paid. Money is a huge problem for Warner Brothers and DC films. HBO is connected that to, that, to that too. They're feeling the pinch. So that's what my source had to say. And I will go in uh, and alter that mistake there because it's Jason Keeler, not it's Toby Emmerich, Jason Keeler. Right. What do you make of that, Clint? At least you didn't misspell uh, Casey Blois, chief content uh, officer for HBO. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I have to say that every show. Uh, um, I think it's cool that they have. I mean, dude, uh, DC has so many random, like random people. And when you're talking about not doing, uh, when you're talking about doing second string uh, characters and bringing them to the screen, I mean, you know, like just polka dot man is you know that's so random that's like there's a lot of deep cuts i have a friend that makes fun of dc all the time he's like what do they got like hammer man and remote control man spray paint man and matter eater yeah. lad you know and it's like arm uh, fall off boy yeah I mean, there's so many boy, yeah. so many random things uh you know and but uh i mean i think that's what they should just make some good movies with some some unknown characters they can write them up any way they want there's no expectation like uh you know, keep doing your your anchor movies like uh, like Batman and Wonder Woman and all those that are the big the big ones. But yeah. 
instead of trying to limit the length of your films, make, make a good film. And maybe you'll hit a home run like Ant-Man where it's like, hey, that's a deep cut, but people fell in love with this character. And I guess that's what they're trying to do. And I guess that's why they got Walter Hamada and he's, he's going to watch budgets and hopefully do something like that. But uh, I wish they would, you know, get on with it. And I guess, yeah, uh, yeah I guess that's what they're trying to do. Uh, we've been in a pandemic, but uh, but easy for me to say. I'm I'm a some guy from Austin, Texas, but uh, but still, you know. Yeah, and that, that that's very much the the uh, impression I was getting was that they really that Hamada's whole plan, um, and it is because he's still there is to really lean on lesser known IP and um, and make something for um, for as little money as possible, but something that will do as well as possible, and he's really putting all of that into Bad Robot. And um, this will all be. I mean, they have given them a lot of money. Like, I think it's the the deal was for. Uh, so for the first, I think it would be Justice League Dark and the Superman movie. I think that's a five mi- five uh, five hundred million budget they've given them for those two things, which is quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it is quite a lot. But we're talking about a new Superman movie, uh, and and like the Justice League Dark series seems to be honest pretty cool. But the problem is, is that um, they've really. I think they've put their faith in the wrong person, the wrong people. So let's say, I mean, how, how, um, like, how well has Hamada really done before? How, how, has he really proven himself up until this point as an executive producer? I mean, The Conjuring is his big thing. That was his big thing. Like, that's pre- that's pretty good. The Conjuring Two did pretty well, but it's these films. They're not. They're not like breaking the mold in any way. They're not. They're yeah. nothing new. Uh, he's literally trying. He's copying Blumhouse. That's what he's. That's what. Stop. That is horrific. <laughs> Dude, that is the worst clip that you've ever played. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second worst clip you've ever played. No. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is Hamada's nightmare timeline. So anyway, what it, what it looks like is that um, that he that the idea. I mean, this is also said in um, in Ansanov's interview was the idea was to make more uh, movies and, and interconnected with TV shows so they can bring those onto HBO Max and then have you know and and basically copy the Marvel formula, which they're now doing over with Disney Plus and the MCU shows. And they're really looking into their lesser known IP. I mean, the ones the ones mentioned there, they are pretty deep cuts, to be honest. The ones um, my source mentioned was the Black Hawk, Zatanna. To be honest, I'd never heard of Zatanna before the um, the the movie. I think as a movie was announced. Um, the Spectre, the Question. So the Spectre, I think, had a movie. I think they did do a movie. Uh, the Question, Mister Miracle. So I know Mister Miracle. Um, I know the Question. I know the Spectre as well. And then Midnighter is someone that I wasn't familiar with at all. And apparently, I don't, this know. Is some, I don't know half yeah. of these people you're he talking about. He is so badass from the authority. Yeah, pa- it's yeah amazing. Pa- well, this is you, you were really uh, excited, weren't you, when I sent you this? And you were like, oh, Midnighter. When I read about Midnighter, yeah. Yeah. I was like, hot damn, that's going to be great. He, okay, so really quickly, um, the way his brain was rewired and all the implants he has in him, he, he basically thinks of every outcome before a fight. Okay. So, like, 
so basically like if dr strange went and went through all the scenarios before each fight that's exactly what midnighter is ah interesting yeah. so it's, it sounds like a good concept like, for a show yeah, yeah cool. and he's, he's basically like he was a wild storm's answer to batman but mm. um but not like a car carbon copy but more so like it was their batman then his boyfriend was apollo and he was the superman of that universe so, oh interesting so it, it what to me it really does seem like they are looking into their back catalog more and trying to move away if if anything from Batman. That was the kind of impression I got away. I mean, even though they're doing this Calvin Ellis Superman film, I mean, you know, we've also got the Batman with Robert Pattinson. So I, I think that they're looking more at like how the MCU managed to set itself up with a pretty unknown character at the time, Iron Man, and maybe try and do the same thing. What do you think? I think, uh, yeah, I mean, that's they should pay the light bill with Batman movies every yeah. every every couple of years, and then just experiment, and do something else, and let everything else be cohesive. If it was uh, anything like the Br- Greg Berlanti stuff, that's all that's all related, you know, like uh, all the uh, the uh, CW stuff that's that's out there. It's cool. You get spinoff shows, and they're related, and they do crossovers and stuff. They could do the same thing on on the screen or with streaming shows too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mikey, Mikey in the comments says Blackhawks was first optioned by Spielberg in 1982. I've been waiting ever since. Uh, that I, I knew about that. I knew that Spielberg was going to do a black, but actually, relatively recently as well, they were talking about Spielberg doing a Blackhawk film. So, I mean, that that one is probably something that's just been in the in the pipeline for for quite some time. I mean, Midnighter was really the one that was mentioned to me as being the one that people are really getting excited about. Uh, Big Daddy C says, "Can we stop with the stupid clips?" <laughs> uh, uh, if we stop with the stupid clips, but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> okay if we start with the super clips it means i have to fire my producer i'm not willing to do that because uh yeah. he is it, it gives the show uh, something else you know and dlw yeah. says the clips grow on you uh it's difficult sometimes doing the show with the clips i'm going to be completely honest with you if you're in the middle of a rant what <laughs> if you're in the middle of a rant and, uh, and james comes up with one you get used to it though you do get used to it don't you clint uh sure <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, I w- it's, it turns into inside jokes, and which is which is fun. Yeah, you know? that's that's the whole yeah. point. But uh, no, I, I mean this this was a, uh, again an article that I've been doing quite a few of these because I'm quite lucky because I know some people that have been directly involved with uh, HBO Max in the UK or HBO trying to get HBO Max over into the UK, and um, and I've, you know the stories they've been telling me are, are kind of bonkers. But this one was it was a bit more hopeful in a weird way, because I, I saw this and I was like, okay, so there is some sort of plan going on. Um, again, money is tight, and I keep on, that is something that keeps on coming up. Again, money, 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 you know, it's, it really is a problem, and the main reason why Walter is there is is trying to sort out the money issues. But who knows, in the long run, I, it does to me, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest with everyone here, it does look like to me that the Snyderverse is dead. And that, that is really, and I hate to say that because I really don't want it to be, but that's just the impression I'm getting as far as the executives at Warner Brothers are concerned. No! I kind of got that impression from uh, the, there was a uh, Zack Snyder, uh, Chris. The Justice Con. 
Is yeah, it? yeah. The interview yeah. that he did at the end, they asked him about it, and he kind of <laughs> it, it felt to me like he was he was kind of saying uh, he was weird about answering the question. It kind of felt like he yeah. was saying, "I I love the fans for pushing, and as long as they're fighting, I'm going to." I'm paraphrasing what I interpreted yeah, then, from what, but, but yeah, he's right. like, as long as they're fighting, I'm going to, but honestly, like with him, he's got other stuff going on. He's got other jobs going on. He's got other money. He's not worried. He doesn't need to do it for the money. And no. I, I feel like he appreciates the fan base and he, I think he, he kind of said, you know, if they, if they ask me to make another movie, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, it's at this point, it's out of loyalty to the fans who have had yes. his back for so long. So, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen either. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm always pushing for hope, you know, like, uh, like Batman. Hey, but, uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, on, honestly, I, I, I really would love to see him get to do it more, but like that, that what he said was, it was kind of like saying like, I would love it to happen, but you know, he, he know, was, he just, it, it was, yeah. it's like, you, you, if you watch the, that it was the very end of the, of the interview yeah. and, and I got that feeling too. It's like he was it's like he stopped himself every time he was going to answer the question and he was trying to find the way right way to word it and he was kind of i don't know you kind of have to read between the lines on that yeah exactly yeah. uh let's have a look in the comments see what people are saying because they've got a lot of stuff <laughs> plus he's got to go he's got to go direct the uh the patch uh movie on mark for marvel so you know he's gonna have his hands full <laughs> but what was the film uh mikey said ghost rider that was the film that mikey yeah i'm just kidding about. yeah yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'd, I'd definitely see a Zack Snyder Ghost, uh, Ghost Rider movie. Uh, right, let's go into comments. Uh, let's see what people are saying. You can't fire James. This is his show. Who, who says that, Reese? Reese, what? Who, what? No. <laughs> it's not a great user experience, to be honest. What are you talking about? The show or? <laughs> um, I was once like you, says Sassafras. That's a name I've... I've uh, I've managed to say over the years. Uh, Ed, do you think the UK will eventually get HBO Max? Yes, eventually. Now, whether or not, <laughs> I, th I, I think uh, let's wait until 2023. Um, I think I, I think that's when the deal runs out with uh, with Sky Atlantic. Uh, sorry, well, Sky Atlantic. Yes. Uh, so it's a long time, but uh, you know, hopefully they'll sort that out. Uh, again, what I've been told is that it's been a mess, and uh, it's a lot of. A lot, a lot of contracts were, were signed, and it's difficult to get out of those contracts. So that's something they're trying to work out now. Uh, Tutelani says, the issue with Hamada's strategy is that it's making money, but not the kind of money that hits home runs. So yeah, actually, you've got a point. It's, make, it's kind of smaller budget things that make smaller amounts of money, but don't make the huge amounts of money that, like, say, uh, technically a, a Batman versus Superman should be making, or a Justice League should be making. Or I mean, to be honest, I do think the the Batman. I think that will make a lot of money. I really, do. I've got just yeah, a feeling about that film that will make a lot of money. Also, I also think um, Black Adam will make a lot of money at the the box office. Um, but yeah, the, 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 I think the main thing for them at the moment is trying trying to kind of build a base that they can just keep on growing, and then just more and more content, and it and it be all interlinked, and just hopefully be good. Um, that's something that we really want, I think. I, I mean, I hope so. Anyway, that that, that it's going to be. I mean, Bad Robot is a company that I'm a bit. I'm I'm not very optimistic about them, to be honest. Everything they've made is for me hasn't been brilliant. Like I like I like J.J. Abrams's films, but they're, they're really they're every everything he makes is a pastiche of a Spielberg movie. 
But that's what I always get. And I'm just like, how many Spielberg films do we need? I'm okay with making a bunch of okay movies. Give me a whole bunch of content, like just a ton yeah. of a ton of them or a ton of shows that's decent, you know, and then occasionally hit a home run. That's cool too. Yeah. I, I think the idea is to make good stuff. And um, yeah. for, 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 like, I think that's the idea and to make it cheap. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you can't, you can never get good stuff out of it. I, I mean, sometimes you can make like an incredible movie with barely any money. But they're very rare. <laughs> so mostly they tend to be terrible, the films that are made for no money. Uh, greetings, troglodytes. I, that, I just have one quick question. You were going to say? I was going to say, do you think the air cut thing's going to happen? What's your, what's your feeling on I, that? I, I think they'll release it on, on HBO Max. Uh, I think... But again, yes, Warner Brothers is, is afraid. As I said before, uh, I, I think I said it in a previous article, that... Um, one of the big things about the air cut is it really does show uh it it does show up the the Warner Brothers executives like more than anything else in a weird way because that film was ready to go was done and they made such a rash, a rash decision to just re-edit the film completely have a company that makes trailers re-edit the bloody film which is just insane it's completely insane and then the film that came out was absolute shite so um but i mean it's- but it's done from what I understand. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think the people over here, uh, Chief uh, Content <laughs> Officer Casey Blois, I think uh, he might say, hey, this is good for me. I don't, I'm not worried about Hamada Burger over there. I'm like, I'm, I'm worried about HBO Max. If you have something that's just ready to release, why the hell wouldn't you? You know, that's, th- that's what yeah, I think. I think, I think AT&T would want it released because it yeah, makes, that's what I mean. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's no like it's no skin off their nose. They don't have to pay any money to get it released, I don't think. And, um, and they'll get more subscribers out of the thing, so uh, you know. Well, again, would they though? Because oh, they probably get subscribers returning. And I, I, yeah, I'll, they're gonna I'll, all the yeah. all the people that canceled after after the Snyder cut, uh, you know, that didn't that wasn't worried about a uh, Mortal Kombat. They're like, oh, whatever. Uh, those people will come back for this for the air cut. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think they will. Uh, if they yeah. announced the air cut, I'd keep my Crave subscription for sure. <laughs> well, th- yeah. then they got to do that just for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can uh, you read? Can you read this exchange before we get into Big Daddy C's questions? Go on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Let me. But <laughs> bye, James. Uh, James can uh, James can play that nightmare clip again and make you submit the channel. What does I, that mean? I think that means subscribe. Okay, subscribe. All right. Uh, we get 42 likes. I'll play the clip again. What clip are you talking about? The, the really horrible one that we hated. Everyone likes the stream. Uh, Reese says, okay, yeah, that's that's lovely. Thank you very much. Everyone likes the stream. No, you butchered. You said everyone liked the stream. He's oh, like because he wants it's that t- clip. I'm tired. So bad. What, what clip does he want? To begin with, that sounds like a baseline starting. <laughs> and then, oh, that's a terrible clip. I don't want that again on the show. I'm going to put my foot down on that one. He's going to play it again, I know. Uh, Big Big Daddy sees. So, do we actually know if Zach has sat down with HBO and spoken about continuing on? I know he's been looking at cheaper tech options, like what they used, uh, use on The Mandalorian. Remember, Zach is always reserved with that stuff. He keeps things close to his chest. So... I would yes, he he has sat down with H, HBO specifically. So HBO people at HBO Max, he sat down with them definitely, 
And yeah, he would definitely be open to trying to find cheaper ways to make the movie or, or series or whatever they want to do moving forward. The pro I mean, the, pro the problem again is it's not HBO. The problem is it's really Warner Brothers here. <laughs> and uh, apparently Clint needs help. <laughs> um, so, I mean, honestly, though, like I, 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 there is a way that he could do it for less money. There definitely is a way he could do it for less money, but um, ultimately, it really is up. Like it's up to a bunch. Is that there are so many different variables that are going on? If AT and T can come in and say, you know what, let's do it for however much. We'll give you, let's say, we'll give you a hundred million to make a Justice League Two. You would think that's a that's barely any money, and like really for for a film that a Justice League Two would be. But I'm pretty sure they could do it somehow. The Mandalorian has definitely changed um, things moving forward. Again, I'm not sure whether Warner Brothers has access to that sort of tech at the moment. I think that's a Disney kind of thing, isn't it? It's um, a company. I can't remember the name of the company that does that. But I think that might be a bit tricky at the moment. Now, probably like in five years' time, it'll be ubiquitous and everyone will be. I'm pretty sure everyone will be using it. So maybe then we could do something there, like they could do something there. But what do you think, Clint? <laughs> oh, he's... Clint, your your mic's off. No, it's not, it's not going. Oh, dear. Say can something hear, now, Clint. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me yes. now? Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I, I was saying exactly the same thing, man. Uh, the uh, that is uh, Disney's gear. That's the, <laughs> the thing with the. Did the you mute me is, for the? Clint, the audience is badass today. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're good. They're they're always badass. I'm usually in the audience with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I think i think uh you know if you flash forward five ten years everyone's gonna have that that kind of gear with the lcd yeah. screens just yeah. if, if you watch the behind the scene i'm sure you've you've seen it but the behind the scenes of the mandalorian making it's amazing uh to go from doing green screen uh to all of a sudden actually having lcd screens a huge thing uh and it, what's so cool about it is the uh the light that those lcds put off they don't even have to mess with actual lighting the way that no. they used to do it it actually puts daylight off if it's a daylight yeah. scene back there it's, it's super interesting so if anybody's not seen that they should go check that out um but uh yeah i, I mean that's a big trick is finding cheap ways to make good content and and uh you know for for us as uh as youtube people and for uh for big uh studios so i i think it was really uh it was really sh smart i mean disney's always on the cutting edge of everything they do you know what i mean uh but i think uh i think warner brothers needs to catch up man um, yeah and I, I, we we are we are looking at the i'm looking at the comments and that people are bringing up this ilm so that that do yeah. the that do, that do this it's called the volume and yeah disney it, it's not owned by disney I, I knew that but i was just thinking is it do, do disney have some sort of exclusivity deal with them at the moment because they seem to be the only ones using that tech like lucasfilm specifically yeah and so they're I, I don't know i could tell you they're booked up on shooting they're filming all kinds of stuff so you know i mean yeah. there's so much star wars stuff that's in production right now um uh, you know warner brothers would, would would have a hard time getting in there 
I think that's I think that's the thing, isn't it? That yeah. They've really they've made sure that they're doing all of their things using that tech, like Lucasfilm specifically. So yeah, that and and I, that Zach has he has visited um, the the volume, which is is called. And he did. I think he did do. Yeah, we got it in the comments, haven't we? People saying that he uh, he talks about that at JusticeCon. So and he's tested the equipment. So he definitely sees that oh. as a future as a future, and it really is. It re that is the future. I mean, I think the Mandalorian has really changed the game. Uh, as far as like making things like it looks incredible, the Mandalorian looks incredible, and it's it's done for a f like not really a fraction, but it's done very very cheap compared to what it would be having to do those sorts of things on location. Uh, that that would just blow the budget up enormously having to do that. So, uh, at Justice League Two, uh, let's say in in a couple of years' time, if you know if they get if they get that all sorted out and start using ILM tech. Then it could it could bring down the budget by a lot, and then we could start talking about the, the Snyderverse continuing. But I really do think, as as it stands at the moment, DC Films in particular is really focusing on the Hamadaverse. ILM is is uh, owned by Lucasfilm, and Disney acquired it when they acquired okay. Lucasfilm. Yeah. that's so what it's what I thought. It's Industrial Light and Magic, and and yeah. uh, Lucas has been messing with that for a long time. So, so that's really that that would be a bit difficult for Warner Brothers to pull off, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> I think. I mean, who knows? Maybe in the future that there will be other other companies that pop up and start doing. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're already working on it at the moment. But it's very, it's all done. It's all done in a game in game engine, isn't it? In um, yeah, so what's the, uh, I can't I can't remember the name of this. like a almost like a VR where it's like it's it's really cool. It, like when when they're moving around, it's it's like a video game. It's really yeah, neat. It, it, it's um, I'm I'm forgetting. Like, if Freddie's in the comments, he, my brother, he'll know who it is it's it's like it's it's the name of, i can't remember now i can't off the top of my head i can't unreal engine that's it the unreal engine there we go kazakh's coming up for me um and freddie says yeah he's, he's on he's on the ball unreal engine that's what it is uh and it's just uh, like looking at the behind the scenes stuff and the mandalorian it's just so cool what they can do with this stuff and imagine what the dc universe could do using that sort of stuff as well like uh, and uh, i mean it's going to be interesting moving forward for these TV shows as well, these DC TV shows, because I'm not sure if you've seen, but there's a lot of stuff. And incidentally, the clips are warm warming on Big Daddy C. So that's... <laughs> one of us. One of us. One of us. One of us! One of us! That's a good clip. Now, that is a good clip. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I can't even remember what I was saying. Yeah, actually, I'm not... Yeah, you probably saw on small screen today the, the news that um, there are problems with the Arrowverse... Uh, some of the Arrowverse stars are, are threatening to leave the CW because of what's been going on. Dominic so, Purcell? Is that who you're talking yeah. about? Okay. Yeah. So that what? Yeah, James, you obviously don't 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 read the, the articles on small screen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy making thumbnails and getting everything ready. <laughs> so basically what happened was Dominic Purcell, who uh, plays Heatwave in uh, DC Legends of Tomorrow. Was uh, did this massive post where, where he basically called out, like he he shat all over the studio, <laughs> and he was like, you know, they don't care about actors, you know, calling out the other actors, saying look after the young ones because the studio, there's no such thing as loyalty in this business, and then and pe and people, I I read that and I was like, oh shit, like he is pissed off, <laughs> and then and then everyone is like, okay, he quits, and then he deleted the post and put up another one saying journalists coming up with clickbait articles. It was a joke, and I was like, "Dude, did you that? That was not a joke. What you wrote, you were serious. Like everything in caps, very poorly written, actually, man. I think Dominic Purcell needs to learn how to write properly." Uh, but 
I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that guy had some whiskey and got yes. and got it got fired up and got on his phone and then uh, woke up later with a headache with five missed calls from his publicist and agent and exactly. and, and, and had to fix it. I'm pretty sure that's what I mean. I don't know, uh, but that guy also I've heard he's a really nice guy, and yeah. uh, but I, he also looks like he doesn't take any crap. So I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like I, he reminds me of some friends of mine that uh, after after a twelve pack or or a bottle of whiskey would do something like that. So that's that's just a theory i'm not accusing him of of, uh you know drinking or whatever but i i'm pretty sure that's what happened (laughs) but uh yeah and and dan zig says that that was amazing backpedaling by dominic awardworthy yeah he said it was a prank he said it was a prank and i was like that was no fucking prank (laughs) that was you getting really pissed off because obviously they they just probably weren't paying him the amount they wanted to to, he wanted to get paid and now it looks like a bunch of actors. Like we already had Ruby Rose leave as Batwoman, yep. and and everyone was like, "Why does she leave?" People coming up with stories about her being difficult on set, and those stories leaking. And then and now we're getting this. And I, and and honestly, like the CW to me, like their DC stuff, I honestly think is dying. Like yeah. I, I I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Warner Brothers just says. Let just let on DC films. Let's just put everything on HBO Max in the future. Like or make them all like bad robot TV shows that that we want, like the Justice League Dark stuff and the things that my source was talking about, the the Midnighter stuff, and you know whatever whatever they're doing, and just let the CW just basically die. <laughs> I'm, what... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. I mean, it was uh, like you know they're do- they're going to do Peacemaker on uh, series on HBO Max. I'm pretty sure this stuff is fizzling out. The only saving grace for them is the uh, Superman and Lois uh, yes. that's out because it's actually a good show um, and it's done it's done well. But yeah, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I almost I, I hate I, you, Dad. I love you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Me. And- me and my buddy Dirk from Black Shirt Podcast, we have an ongoing joke where we talk about the other shows, and then when anytime Legends of Tomorrow comes up, we're like, "Is that show still on the air?" We're like, yeah, we're like yeah, and, and Dirk's like, "Yeah, this is like their fifteenth season. What the hell?" You know, it's like, how, how are they still in there? That and I love all of the characters on there. It just somehow they managed to make a just a meh show, and which sucks for all the all the yeah. great actors on there. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I think you're right. I think they're going to taper off of that. And uh, I know that the uh, Berlanti contract, I think in 2018, he signed a contract for something like $14 million. I mean, f- not 14, $400 million. Yeah. And uh, and at the time, he had uh, 14 shows that were all on, on the air at the same time, which was like a record. Yeah. The guy's uh, doing great things. Uh, but I think his contract comes up in uh, 2024. And I have a feeling by that point, we're going to be getting most of the DC content on, on HBO Max, like you yeah, said. And he's, he's already doing the Green Lantern series and that's going to yeah. come to HBO Max. So that, that I think that, that to me, when that was announced being like Greg Belanti doing the, the green, the green arrow, the, sorry, the Green Lantern series. And that's going to HBO Max. I was like, well, the CW's dead then. Like literally the DC universe and the CW that can't that can't really continue without Belanti. And we already saw when Belanti started kind of losing interest in some shows that the quality of those shows really dipped, like seriously dipped. Like Arrow was good for like the first three seasons, and then I just it was just I couldn't watch it after that. The Flash <laughs> kind of stayed okay, 
Like it's still decent. DC Legends is tomorrow. I think I watched the first season and I was like, yeah, this is not for me. They kind of changed places. Like like uh, like Arrow would start to suck and the Flash would be really good and then it would go the other way. It would kind of it was it was good. Uh, I even liked uh, Supergirl for a long time. Was a really yeah. was really good. I enjoyed that show. And then it then it yeah. kind of started to take a take a dump. And, and then I've I've tried watching Batwoman. And that is terrible. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like that, that is is just terrible. <laughs> and I, and I and I really do. I I do think that um, it's kind of, it's like a it's a, it's a it just feels aged. It, it feels like it's kind of old TV. It feels like it's still trying to compete with the Netflix Marvel shows. And now, like you see, like the Marvel shows have really, even though I'm not like massively loving Falcon and Winter Soldier, I, I still think it's like a it's it's just so much better than so much like the, the, the quality and the craft of these shows is so much better than what we were getting before. Even though I, I think some of the Netflix Marvel stuff was really good. Like the Dare, daredevil and the Punisher were just, you're, incredible. you're, you're absolutely right. Dare, daredevil, all those Netflix Marvel shows raise the bar and then it keeps going up. And, and both with the, uh, Disney star Wars content, uh, yeah. and, uh, or Disney plus star Wars content and, and these new Marvel shows, the quality keeps going up. So when you go back and you watch a CW show, now it looks like nineties, uh, power rangers shows yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. even the choreography it's like that's what it that's what it reminds me of and it's it's kind of funny you know and you see arrow fighting a bunch of ninjas uh you know you know what i mean uh, it really it, feel like power rangers but, yeah it makes me feel like a, it makes me feel like a little kid but when you yeah. if you put you stack that next to the quality that all of these other shows they're doing movie quality stuff as tv shows now and yeah. and and that's hard to compete with just in the choreography alone like if you if you see like some of the, the fight sequences in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, especially like the last one with uh, between the three of them, between um, Captain America, well, you know, John, John Walker, Sam, and Bucky, that that fight, I actually thought that was really well choreographed, and it, you it could have very easily gone into what I call the CW kind of stuff, which is like a <clears throat> a poorly lit like it takes place at night lots of people like just doing unnecessary flips <laughs> it's like and on, honestly after a while i think after like three seasons of arrow i was just like i'm i'm f okay that's me done <laughs> like it's always the same it's that's badass e yeah. even the, even the scene where they came looking for uh came to get zemo with yeah. it, you know the stat they put the staff through the sh through the shield and it was it was awesome all of the fighting on that show has been great Sorry, that James, fight, what were you going to no, say? No worries. The fight scene uh, between Walker and Bucky and Falcon <laughs> was uh, very reminiscent, reminiscent of Iron Man versus Cap. Yes. And mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of shades there. Yeah, and I, I, th I just think, I just think they're, they, I mean, of course, they're they're really taking these shows to another level. I think that that even though even though I have my problems, most of my problems are story based um, with a lot of these shows, and and like again, I, th I do think. A lot of people's problems with these shows is the fact that they're released weekly, which means that you get a, enough time to come up with your own theories. And when your theories don't end up happening, then you just get pissed off. And I think that's a lot of the problem with WandaVision was that was that people were coming up with all sorts of theories. And then it was never going to you know, they were never going to be what they wanted them to be in the end that's just it, the 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 toxic uh crybaby internet uh getting mad because they're not getting their way you know what i mean that's that's a that's all it is an, there is an element of that i think yeah. you're right but th there's also i mean it's it's kind of understandable because especially with wandavision things were teed up that just you think what 
like really like the whole and like space like space engineer whatever the hell that character was supposed to be and everyone was like oh my god they're going to bring in um mr fantastic you know reed richards or something which, which it really that you know or fits uh, agents of shield yeah <laughs> yeah that was a good and then, theory though that was a good theory I yeah it was, a, it was a good theory and it made sense and then the character they brought in was like nobody knew who she was <laughs> yeah it's it's a, it's become a different uh, recipe for storytelling yes. because because it's a weekly thing a, a serial you know it's a weekly serial that's that's coming out where we're used to movies that that you know they're going to release this and then you get the post credit scene that gets us hyped up for the next thing that's a year down the road but yeah. uh, it's it's this they're trying to keep people to subscribe they're trying to keep people coming back every week um, and now Netflix uh, is going to change the model for that. That maybe well yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, yeah, maybe they will. but but it's it, no, they, they are they're, they're, they're going to start releasing episodes weekly that's the yeah, it, it makes it and i'm and i'm all about binging man that that bums me out to hear that but it but it makes it it does make it fun to come up with theories go on watch your favorite shows hear other people in the chats talking about the stuff and everybody like uh arguing or chiming in on on what's going to happen i think that's exciting which by the way i still think that isaiah bradley's going to come up at the last minute and save the day with his superpowers <laughs> I, uh, maybe maybe uh uh maybe john walker's about about to kill falcon and and, and he's going to show up and stop him and then uh yeah so that's my yeah. theory well, let's hope that happens for you. Uh, let's then. hope you, so. Uh, you've been coming up with that one for a couple of weeks. Well, now. we only got one more episode, uh, you know, that hit, yeah, hits nice. at midnight yeah. tonight. So yeah. if uh, if I'm wrong, y'all can just make fun of me next time. <laughs> and uh, guys, Freddy, I want to Fred... ask you guys a bunch of yeah. questions first yeah. before we get to Invincible. Uh, okay, Edward, we'll do this quick because I want to go through the DC properties. You guys tell me if you like them or if you didn't like them, if they're good, bad, or okay, all right? Go ahead. All okay, right, Stargirl, so... Edward. Uh, good, Clint. What did What did you say? Stargirl. Stargirl. Um, I I liked what I saw of it. Yes, good. Yeah. Okay. It's good. Doom Patrol. Uh, good. Edward. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, Titans. Shit. <laughs> eh, I liked it. Even <laughs> after like season two. Season two is terrible. <laughs> it dipped, but I really want to see Nightwing uh, do something, and yes. so I'm, I'm I'm hopeful for the future. I'm actually the guy that likes everything. Just so you guys know, like, thank you. Like, thank you. I will, I will, I'm yeah, I will find a silver lining in everything, and I and I enjoyed it. Thank you. Okay, we'll get Peter on the show because he seems to not like a lot of stuff. So we'll argue, <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell him why he's wrong. Uh, the Flash, CW show. I like the Flash. Yeah, I like the Flash, but isn't it like? Don't you find this dragging out now with the teenage drama? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's really dragging out. But I do, I do like it. I liked it. I liked my time with it to begin with. Like the first four seasons, yeah, I did enjoy. I mean, shows get bad towards the end. I think all all of them do. Okay, uh, Arrow. <laughs> I Again, love Arrow. The, the first couple of seasons I really liked, and then I kind of didn't didn't like it anymore by the end. Okay, uh, Superman Lois. I haven't watched it. I love. No. I I'm enjoying it. Okay. Uh, what else is there? What am I missing here? Uh, Batwoman. Sorry. Uh, Batwoman. You guys already talked about. Right? Terrible. Like <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit, a little bit don't rough. Bother. Don't don't bother watching Batwoman. Uh, Batman 1960s. Oh, I love oh, yeah. that. Yeah, great. Adam West Batman. Adam yep. West Batman. Brilliant. Super I grew, grew up with that. What do you say? Super Friends. Super Friends, watched, yes. I haven't, watched, I haven't watched it. Batman the Animated Series. Love it. 
<laughs> I didn't watch that. What? I was, yeah. dude. I was out. Uh, I was out was... touring the world, selling, ra- yeah. making rock and roll. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Um, Smallville. I, I like. I, I enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Swamp Thing. I, I loved enjoyed Swamp Thing. I, I liked it. Swamp Thing. I, I like the original movie. Swamp Thing film too. As yeah, when I was oh, a little that's kid. Good, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Black Lightning. Uh, Black Lightning yes. Was- it was good. I liked Black, the first season. I haven't watched the second. Or I think is it two seasons? Yeah, I stopped uh, mid season two. I think. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got, I got to right around where her, where his, uh, his kids got powers. Right. And yeah. One, once they jumped in, and that's one. about where I fell off. That's in season and, one. Uh, Danzig, I was going to ask this. 1990s Flash TV. Series. Never watched it. Amazing. Never watched it. It's I, so I, good. I was man. I was probably in junior high. Is it? Is that the one that Mark Hamill's in? No, that's the one. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, what's... yeah, he plays the trickster. Oh, he is the trickster. Yeah, yeah, he plays yeah. the trickster. Yeah. He's yeah. A tr- and uh, good... John Wesley Ship plays uh, the Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, those actors come back in the Flash TV. Yeah, they yeah they're back in the yeah. Danzig. Inhumans, <laughs> Inhumans yeah. is a Marvel project. It's terrible. <laughs> Inhumans is the worst one. <laughs> yeah, uh, Birds of Prey actually. The show. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I saw a couple of ep- of episodes and it was it was it was okay. It reminded me of a fun uh, uh, <laughs> B team uh, '90s show. I've I've heard uh, people really like the animated Harley Quinn show. So that, I've heard it's like, great. You know, I heard it's great too, but I mean, I, my like Danielle and I watched like the first ten minutes and it just turned us off completely. It was weird. Mm-hmm. I have to give it another shot. Young Justice. Young Justice is really good. Amazing. Did you guys watch really the like new season thing. that came out like last year? Not, not yet. No. Neither have uh, I. I tried to, but I just I need to go back and watch the first two seasons. So. Young Justice is so good. I've not seen Young Justice. <laughs> Justice uh, I, animated series. No, I haven't seen that. What? No. All right. I watched. I used to watch Teen Titans, the animated series. That was quite good. I've never watched that, but no, I that was all right. I've seen clips. And uh, the Tick. The Tick is great. The tick is, is good. so good. Yeah, yeah that's, but that's animated, not really that. Sorry? The animated one or live the action? A, the no, animated no. one. I watched the live action one. On is Amazon. that one good? Yeah, it it's really good. good. Yeah, the, cool. the, the live action one is really good. But the, the, the animated one is great too. Okay. Dan Zig has come up with the best one, Batman Beyond. Now, Batman Beyond, I think, is the best. The animated series See, is You need incredible. to watch Justice League to get the, the finished uh, episodes of Batman Beyond. Yeah, I've got to watch them all. Where are they? Are they all on HBO Max, though? It should be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should be. <laughs> yeah, Young Justice is really good. I, I would say that's probably, like, for me, my very favorite, like, Batman movie of all time is Mask of the Phantasm, which is the, yeah, the animated cool. movie. It's so good. I saw that in the theater, man. So, wow. It's so it good. Brilliant. That, and that's kind of part of the animated series, like kind of as a spin off of that. And it is just the best thing ever. Like, still for me, my favorite Batman film. <laughs> like, I just love it. And the end, in the, it's so quintessential Joker for me. The, the, the end in the, um, what's it called? The fun fair. I just thought, mm. it was brilliant. It, like, Wait, oh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I think if anything that like 
when when I release this as a podcast, I think that that will freak so many people out. That 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 because <laughs> it it really sounds like I mean it's probably something out of one of his horror films. I wonder. I, I would like to have an interview, do an interview with Walter Madden, ask him really about horror and where, like, if he actually likes the genre or not. Because I have a sneaky suspicion that he doesn't. That he doesn't actually like horror. I don't think he's a big film buff to begin with. No, he's just, I, I don't. He's just good at it. He's just good at, yeah. at, at numbers. Well, do you think so? Honestly, look at his horror films. Do you think The Conjuring is that good? I mean, I love The Conjuring. Sorry, Clint. Um, I love The Conjuring because it was 70s uh, para- paranoia, yeah. paranormal kind of film, and it was shot that way. And I'm, I used to be into horror when I was a kid or a teenager, but um, now I just can't watch any horror movies. It just it doesn't entertain me. But when I saw The Conjuring, I was like, okay, now this this suspenseful kind of film, I, I will dig for sure. It the, is the, what... the first one is good. The second yeah. one, is, I think, is terrible. Exactly. And, well, then, and then Lights Out was actually really good. That was the film that David F. S. Sandberg, F. Sandberg made, uh, and that that was it. But then everything else in that list is just bad. The Nun is bad, um, like yeah. really bad. Well, the, the, anim- well, the question is: is is he a, a cinematographer or a sound guy or a cameraman? No. Did The Conjuring make money? Yeah. Then he's did a great job. He's good at his job. That's <laughs> yeah. like he's not a filmmaker or exactly. he's not a writer. He's not, he's he's a a, a money guy. Yeah. They, well, they, I mean, he's. So, he's an executive producer and yeah. it's like all, all they do is just like green light budgets really yeah <laughs> and like i mean on, honestly well, it depends how like what position they want to take in that role i mean there's some producers yeah there are a some, lot of creative overseeing I mean, there's a difference between producer and executive producer though so if he's a producer then he'll be more hands-on gen, gen, generally speaking executive producers do tend to take a step back and just be they just tend to be the money people really like I, this is this is generalizing, and you're right, James. There are some executive producers yeah. that will take a more hands-on role with things. But like, I think Walter Hamada is very much a money guy. That's where he comes from. He he found like, he didn't really. I mean, he kind of did find James Wan because before that, what James Wan's thing was um, the the Saw movies that he did the first Saw film. <coughs> and then and then, so yeah, but he didn't find them. Like if he made Saw already, that was like a big box uh, box office. Well, what 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 did James Wan do after Saw? Is James Wan? He's supposed to, he was supposed to do the Trench, right? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, they they are very good friends. Him and what? Him and uh, you know Walter Hamada and Wan. He was the one that got Walter Hamada involved in the DCEU in the first place. I think. Did you say he was the one that <clears> got? He was the one. Yeah, he the was one. the one. He did uh, death dead. Sen- dead silence, death sentence, then a video short film called Doggy Heaven. Yes, and so I've seen, I've seen Dead Silence. It's terrible. <laughs> I haven't seen Death Sentence. Insidious is fine, but then again, I think Insidious might actually be produced by James by by um, Walter Hamada. Maybe See, not. But you've actually. seen these movies, and I have like no interest in <coughs> those kind of horror films. You know, I mean, there's I'm, I'm a, a big, for I, it, I'm but... a big horror guy. Like I love horror and anything. Honestly, some of my fa- my favorite film of all time is The Thing, and closely followed by Alien. Like both of them are horror. Oh yeah, films. but those are not just horror films, right? Mm. Those those are actually like cinema. Like these are like they are. <clears throat> these More like the slasher films are, slasher yeah, films. slasher films, but yeah. they're also like made by. Uh, they're manufactured that's what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. not yeah. like uh, a cinematic scope to it 
like uh, John Carpenter did, right? Yeah, no, you're t- totally right. I mean, I, I, I think like especially in the 80s, there was that was a period of horror where it was like they were mixing kind of horror with other ideas with more psychological things going on. Like, look at The Shining, for instance. Like, the stuff that was done in that film was just insane. Like, yeah, but now we're comparing James Wan to James Cameron, John Carpenter, <laughs> uh, Stanley Kubrick, you know? I mean, well, it's, not actually, even not, it's not James Cameron. We're like, not, we're not, um, it's Ridley that Scott. That was Aliens, but like, sorry, Ridley Scott. But, yeah. uh, see, I know my stuff, don't worry. But, um, <laughs> We're not mentioning Prom Night or, or you know, those are the 80s slasher flicks that were made, yeah. like, manufactured, right? Like Halloween and... Well, and Halloween, Halloween was the top was of good. Film, which... Halloween 3 was the best out of them all. And yeah. you want to talk about good horror, man? Go watch Phantasm and Fa- Phantasm 2 if you haven't seen them. I haven't seen those. Oh, man. You need to go watch Phantasm 2. That movie was scary. I I was always into, like, the funny, scary stuff, like like Friday the 13th or or, yeah. uh, or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, because they were funny. Uh, when you got into, like, real scary stuff, like Phantasm, that you creeped me that out. Was scary? When I was a kid, I did. I oh, was like, okay. oh, this is creepy. Like, well, I, I thought I never... Michael Jackson's thriller was scary when I was, like, That was scary. Old. That uh, was scary. I thought it was badass. Yeah, I, st- I still want the jacket. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan in the comments saying Ed loves horror. That's why he covered EastEnders for the Express. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, you might not when I get that. Clint EastEnders is a terrible English soap that I used to have to write about when. <laughs> and uh, Freddie, we're gonna we'll talk about Shang Chi in a minute. We'll just wait. Yeah, for we will to get here. He's got yeah, a we will. too. We will talk about Shang Chi, uh, but I suppose uh, let's let's stay on the subject of. Uh, DC, I think. Do we have? Any yeah, we haven't DC? talked about it enough this month. That's for sure. Yeah, we, honestly, we haven't. I, I, I'm thinking we just might move on from DC um, for the time being, actually, because I don't think there's any more. Oh no, there is the whole thing about Dave Batista. Yeah, I was just uh, going to say that. Yeah, he. he, he, he <laughs> now, I, I originally wanted to say to 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 call this article Dave Batista burst into Warner Brothers' office and demanded them to let him play Bane, but that wasn't quite what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like like really Kool-Aid good. man. He was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Bane. <laughs> he just comes in like <laughs> oh, I yeah, want to Bane. play Bane. <laughs> Hello, I want to play Bane. Let me play Bane. The same... No, that was terrible. <laughs> anyway, enough about our balls. <laughs> Uh, basically, what he said. This is during JusticeCon. What he said. What uh, Dave Batista said. He, he said uh, he he wants to play Bane so bad that he went to Warner Brothers, had an appointment with them, had an appointment with DC, walked in, <laughs> walked in the door. <laughs> Apparently, this is what he said. He walked in the through. door. Through. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's through. No, no. He walked in the door. <laughs> um, said, "I want to play Bane. I'm not kidding." They were like, <laughs> they were, "Sorry." They were a little like, "Whoa, we're not even casting Bane." I was like, I don't care. I'm playing him. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> that would be in character, yes, Freddie. Yes, was... sir, Mr. Batista, sir. <laughs> when, would you that... like, when would you like imagine... to start filming? <laughs> imagine Walter Amada and Sarnoff, uh, like Jason Keeler, Toby Emmerich, all in a room, <laughs> and Dave <laughs> Batista comes in, come, walks in the door. <laughs> goes, let me play Bane. <laughs> it's like, uh, what? So that's, that's <laughs> is that true? That's delightful. 
Also, he's buddies with Zach from Army of the Dead, so he's like, yeah, exactly. he's like, and also while I'm at it, restore the Snyder Cut, <laughs> restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Like, honestly, that, yeah, that's what I bet. That, that, one of the things I love about Dave Bautista is, first off, how honest he always is. Like, he's just like, yeah, this happened. <laughs> and then, um, secondly, he is so loyal. He's like, he's. I mean, look at everything that went on with James Gunn, and Lee was he was threatening to leave the MCU, like literally, like. No one else can play Drax right, in the MCU. No. no one, really. If he were to leave, which he was really threatening to do, I'm pretty sure he was serious about it. Uh, sorry, Dan says, Ed, channel your inner Batista and burst into Feige's office and demand you play Cats in prison. Uh, I'll probably be too British about it. I'll be like, uh, um, can, I, can I please, may, please may I play Captain Britain? Thank, thank, uh, okay, I'll just leave. <laughs> but, uh, that, that'll be a very... <laughs> Cheerio, goodbye. Thank you. Very uh, you know. I'm sorry. I'm so I'll literally come in. I'll be I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what we always say. We're, we're just like the Canadians in that respect. We always say sorry. Um Canadians but, is so sorry. 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 <laughs> He's sorry. Not yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, polite well, poli I'll politely knock on, on Feige's door and then uh, I'll be politely escorted off the property. Uh but <laughs> <laughs> I'm from but, Texas. Uh, I'd say, hey y'all, we're uh, yeah, yeah. I'd ride it, right in on my horse and say, "Hey, y'all, I want to play Bane. Get her done." <laughs> no, but I, 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 I like, I really do like Dave Bautista, and I actually think, out of all the uh, wrestlers that have come out and gone into acting, I think he's by far the best actor out of the lot of them. Don't you think? I think so. He's he's great. Uh, he was great in Blade Runner. Oh, so good. Yeah. He's so good in Blade Runner. What are you gonna say, Clint? Go I was just gonna say you can. There's he's got a little bit of nuance in his in his in him that that it <laughs> almost doesn't feel like acting. You know what I mean? It's a very natural thing about it, his uh, presence. Where some people, it's like, yes, I'm doing the line now. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And and like really going for it. He seems. Uh, it just seems natural. I I really don't think there's anyone else that could play some of the characters I, I, um, that that performance in blade runner 2049 was brilliant he was literally in it for about five minutes and for me was he was very memorable he was and actually him and, really good in the escape plan three believe it or not oh, have you see, i haven't seen that oh man <laughs> but batista batista knocked that out of the park like he saved mm -hmm. that film from what I'm, it could be saved for so i'm trying to remember the name of that movie with the little girl uh that that blows his cover or whatever and he, uh what the hell was it I can't. I can't. He, he he pretty much uh has to uh has to take this girl under her wing, sort of. It's like his neighbor that well, he was on a stakeout or something. And uh it was Is a it good movie. Stakeout? Is it, it, it might be stakeout, yeah. It might be, but yeah, it's funny. He's getting he's getting owned by this little little <clears throat> kid. It's it's just a it's a funny uh, my it's more spy. more of a family my, movie, my, but my, my spy that that's the film. I yeah, think. it was cute. It was a cute yeah. movie. What about but, the one he did with um the buddy cop film with uh Kuma? Kumal, Kumal Nanjiani, yeah, yeah, that that was quite. That was uh, that wasn't very good though. But really? I, I enjoyed that, it. I thought it was great for what it was. Yeah, and they yeah, the movies. Was, you know what I mean? It's fine. Yeah, but I, I do think if you're going to look at like a lot of people talk about John Cena recently because of the Peacemaker stuff, but yeah. I, I actually I actually think I'm going to be on. And now people aren't going to like me for saying this, but I don't think either of him or The Rock are particularly good actors. Have you seen uh, South Park Tales? No. The Rock was great in that. Yeah, he actually well, acted. You know, he's he was—he was pretty good in Pain and Gain. That was the only film I've seen him in where I was like, "Oh, actually, 
He's doing something a bit different in this film. You should watch Southland Tales. It's by the director of Donnie Darko. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, interesting. It's. Yeah. But I, I think in everything he's in, he's pretty much just The Rock. Don't you think? It, yeah, it's it's a different thing to be to be a good actor or to be charismatic on screen. And he's yeah. got he's got charisma. The Rock's got charisma owned. He like he he's that's his thing. I mean, yeah. whether he's talking to an arena full of people, uh, you know, he gets people hyped up. And and uh, he's he's like the modern day Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't a fantastic actor by any means. No. You're fired. But he, he, uh, he, well, yeah, but he he knew his limits. I think he Arnie. he knew his limits, and he could deliver yeah. a, a catchphrase <laughs> like no, like like better than anyone. And, and <laughs> yeah, so so and uh, the Rock's got that thing going on. And uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's learning as he goes. Uh, you know, every day uh, he gets better and better. Yeah, things will. And that's an, that's another thing that people do is they start off ma- doing money making things, blowing up their career, doing all that. But after a while of doing super mega super mega force, just kidding, uh, uh, hits, uh, you you're gonna you're gonna get bored of that and say, you know what? Now it's time to do this this thing that that evokes emotion or this you know yeah. art. You can start to get artsy after a while. Yeah, and they they're they're doing that more and more now. They're being smart instead of like back in the day where they do one studio film and then one film they wanted to do. You know, right. getting out all the studio films out of the way now, so then they can focus on their own stuff later on in the years. Then they go do a bunch of movies with uh, Ethan Hawke or something, something yeah. artsy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All <laughs> yeah. right. Hello, Pete. How Hello, you doing? Edward. Hi, Clint. James. Hey, How what's happening, man? Doing uh, well. Doing well. All right, yeah, Peter. We're actually going to move on, I think, to yeah. uh, to, to Peter and I had a pretty heated. Uh, text discussion this morning about shang chi uh, okay okay tell us tell us what 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 that what was that all about oh uh, he he said he didn't like the font of the title and i said what are you talking about the font is amazing <laughs> and then we like talked about that for like half an hour oh my god what it's you two guys talk about what's wrong with the font i can't no, even remember what the font is <laughs> that's canadian humor hook hook um, line and sinker for the font no we did not discuss the the font at all we were just um, not specifically talking about the trailer, but just generally what what the reception for Shang-Chi will be. And, and I have concerns, and I think James is at least more optimistic, if not necessarily. Uh, Again, um, Clint, I'm like you. I see the silver lining. I'm very optimistic about things. Uh, I was As I was doing um, Peter's Wolverine article, origin article today, uh, you guys go check it out on small-screen.co.uk. It's a great do. It was uh, a good article. I'm, I read it. Thank you. I noticed you you listed all the Fox X-Men movies and and you had no problem explaining how bad they were. But when you came to a good Wolverine movie, Logan, you just kind of sidestepped it. It's like, ah, we're not going to talk about it now. Well, I mean, for, for Wolverine's origin, it's, it's not particularly relevant, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're talking about the, the wave goodbye moment to Wolverine. And for the MCU, you're probably going to wave goodbye to the MCU before you ever wave goodbye to Wolverine. So I don't think it's particularly relevant. Um, I mean, it is. It's certainly it is a good film. I don't even think it's that related to the other Fox films. Honestly, it's it's kind of its own entity. You could watch that movie and enjoy it, and have seen none of the other Fox films. I don't think it would impact you very much at all. Exactly what exactly what my wife. Well, damn. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you on that one. Well, that's a perfect (laughs) answer. Damn you, Peter. Freddie Edwards brother said who else worried about Shang-Chi I thought it was made for China but it looks like it was made for Chinese Americans looks badass though 
Just don't think it will do well in China. See, this surprises me, this reaction I've been <clears> seeing <throat> online. And from what you were telling me, Peter. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't I, think it's going to do well in China? I, I don't know. Um, so, you know, the only information we have uh, comes from a story that was put out, I think today, where someone went through uh, specifically reactions to it on YouTube in China. I think this was Hong Kong specifically. Um, and it was not com compared to the reaction here. It was not particularly positive. Um, now, I mean, how much weight do you want to give that? Probably not a whole lot. But you would certainly would have expected, given how popular the MCU is in China, uh, a pretty a pretty broad set of appeal for something that's very much targeting that market. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I have my concerns are are not specifically related to China. I think there there are reasons to potentially be worried about it, but it's it's too soon to say one way or the other. Right. Yeah, it would be it would be really interesting if a film that definitely wants to do well in China specifically does not do well, because then you have to reassess what you're doing. Um, yeah. Can I tell you what my first impression? See, I was worried about Shang-Chi because I don't really know. Meow. I don't yeah. really know that. <laughs> I have to with. Oh my God. That's like my cat that does that. <laughs> What's Funny. his name again? His name is Oliver. Oliver. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pain in the butt, but he's cute. <laughs> never been a really big shang chi fan i just know that uh, jack kirby had a lot to do with him and right. um and i was happy that simu lu got cast but i was wondering how they were going to pull it off right i didn't understand like is it going to be like another iron fist you know or is it like is it i just the couldn't big... see how it would fit in to marvel because of all the movies we've experienced so far well, yeah. but then i, I saw I... the trailer and i was like <clears throat> damn Okay, so they actually have some, like, really, it looks like they're going to have some really good Hong Kong action martial arts scenes where they don't do, uh, they don't edit it to hell. Um, there's a couple Jackie Chan, like, homages there, like, when in the bus crashes and he puts his foot up yeah, and he's very Jackie Chan. doesn't fall out the window. Um, the, and the whole uh, Enter the Dragon Bruce Lee kind of spinoff of the tournament, I think that's a great take on it, too, right? So I was, like, I was really impressed with the trailer. And, uh, and for the reaction I saw online of people not liking it, or someone in the comments just said, yeah, Jimmy Badalitsky just said Shang-Chi could be the first flop. This really surprises me because, uh, as I said this earlier, Peter, was uh, anything attached to Marvel is, and you guys have said this on the show before, it's not going to be a, a flop, right? Because no, the no. see it, it's all interconnected. So, I mean, I, I think people, too, have to separate, you know, when, when at least for me, if I talk about something disappointing, I don't mean whether it's inherently a good film or not. We're, we're purely speaking about box office and expectations. Mm -hmm. So a, a great example is the first Ant-Man. I, I like that film, but on a scale of Marvel, it is not a very successful film. And the, the second is even office, less successful, probably, right? Probably in repeat viewings and video yeah. on demand and DVD sales, for, right? For sure. Like the, the, that's, that's a possibility. But just in terms of raw box office, right? You, you can look at it, especially the sequel. And it's, it's not anywhere near the other Marvel films. So you have to say something, at least with the theatrical model for that film, for that franchise, does not work. Yeah. You know, what is it? Who knows? But that's, that's what, you know, it's apples to apples. You have to compare things to Marvel itself. Um, <clears throat> and the, my concern with Shang-Chi is not it's going to bomb. I, I don't think that's possible for the MCU yet. 
maybe in the future, but not yet. What you could see is it underperform expectations because people who are excited about it that I, you know, that I hear people like TiVo, a lot of other people, they think this is the next Black Panther. This thing is going to make a gazillion dollars. You know, you can buy a planet with it. And I, I understand their enthusiasm, but I, I think, you know, you, you have to look at what solo films do mm. and especially recently and sort of gauge from there. And so my, my feeling is, I know, sorry, I'm monopolizing. No, um, I, I, my fear is if the way the film it comes out and people are like, yeah, you know, it's a martial arts movie. I'm not super excited that they will, uh, it'll make Ant-Man money. That's my concern for it. Um, and I don't know what that would mean to what Marvel will do with it subsequently. Like with Ant-Man, they just said, who cares? Let's make another one. And then let's make another one. So maybe mm. it doesn't matter for Shang-Chi. But I, I have to think their expectations are up here because of the market you're looking at. Okay, so it's the box office that you're primarily concerned with, not if the movie's good or not. Yeah, yeah. I, I think those are two entirely separate things. There okay, are plenty so of great movies that have made no money at all. You so. should lead with that next time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it could be a bad movie, too. Let's not eliminate that possibility. That's always possible. I don't think it will be. It's going to be I don't think it will be either, but the possibility. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I think this this film more than any other. I, I mean, it, it, comparing it to Black Panther is actually quite interesting because I do think Marvel will look at this film the same way they looked at Black Panther at the time, yep. which is it, it, it's it's kind of expanding the MCU beyond what it was to begin with, which is just like you know, white dudes fighting people, kind of, you know, and and then in, in like what I worry about more when I when I watch that trailer, I was like. I actually think I agree with Freddie. Um, it seems more aimed towards <laughs> good one. It, it seems more aimed towards uh, Chinese Americans in, in the same way that um, Crazy Rich Asians was, for instance. And I think that I, I do wonder whether there's not really a, 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 a like a really recognizable Chinese action star in this film. Like that was one I, of the complaints uh, from the Chinese yeah. audience when they were going through comments. Yeah, and I think like someone like a Donnie Yen or someone like that might have pulled, even though he's from Hong Kong, might have pulled in more Chinese audiences or, or, or someone just to latch onto a bit more. Like Simu Liu is more kind of well known in the US. He's, then he's the like, film would have suffered. And I love Donnie Yen. I love uh, Chopin Lan, uh, SPL. Yeah. I butchered that, but SPL and um, uh, all the Ip Man, Ip Man movies, right? Uh, Donnie yeah. Yen, you put Wilson Yip in the director's chair and Sammo Hung doing the fight choreography. Man, that's a, it's a brilliant trio, okay? But Donnie Yen, for he's not the best actor. No, and he's it's not. not because, it's not because of his acting skills. It's just because of the way he speaks English. I am one know? with the force and the force is with me. I yeah, he he's <laughs> doesn't deliver his English that well. And yeah, sorry, Peter, you're covered. But uh, that's okay. So I would love to see Donnie Yen, but I mean, even Peter said today, he's like, he's never heard of Simu Lu, right? Nope. I would have heard, if I didn't run into Simu Lu years ago and work with him, I would I would have still heard of him, but that's because I'm here in Canada, right? And Is he Canadian? Too, but yeah. He's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I, think that, I think the lead doesn't really matter as much, to be honest, um, because uh, it's more like an introduction kind of thing, and people are just going to like the character anyway. So yeah. I think I think I think that's fine. I think casting an unknown, relatively unknown actor in that role is is okay. I think it's more like, like I can't remember off the top of my head who's the who's the one that's playing the Mandarin in this movie, but I would have thought that a Donnie Yen type actor might have been a more 
bankable choice. Well, they did get a um, for who's playing. Um, I'll look that. I can't up. remember his name. Yeah, he's probably very well known in China. Yeah, he's know. he's a he's a great veteran actor. In, in China. I, I I don't think inherently casting an unknown is is necessarily bad, and Marvel likes to do that. Uh, the the discussion James and I were having is that you know usually when Marvel rolls something out, people have heard of the IP. They're familiar with it on some yeah. level. No one is like I told I told James when I was reading comics, I never heard of Shang-Chi. And I, I did not hear about him until I started covering Marvel. And there's a very broad swathe of people who cover Marvel who love Shang-Chi for whatever reason. And that was literally the first time I heard about him, and that's like 30 years after he was created. So mm -hmm. you're 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 climbing a mountain not just with an actor that a lot of people aren't familiar with, but an IP. Um, and that's that's not something you you know you can obviously overcome that guardians is the the most obvious example of that but it does mean there's more pressure to make the marketing work tony leung is the uh, is the guy who plays there the mandarin yeah. um i think it's going to be awesome i i <laughs> saw that i mean hey here comes cherry clint again but no i saw that i was standing on my couch holding my phone i was like this is going to be badass like it looks great um whether it does well in China, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, what's the what is the reason for that? Like, what are, what are they thinking? Is it like, oh, we have our own Chinese production companies that do movies all the time. We don't need a, yeah. an an American version of that. Well, they, like, like, they don't like to be pandered to. I think that's part of it. Okay. No, but that's what Hollywood. That's what Hollywood's doing more than. That's what every, they do. Yeah, well, that's what they like, do. Like now. The biggest box office market right now in the world. Mm. Yeah, Second, and. and yeah. Yeah, like I actually like the uh, and a recent example of that would be like the ter the recent Terminator film, which actually did one maybe the one before this latest one, not Dark Fate, the one before Gen did really Genesis. Genesis, uh, Genesis did really well in China, yeah. like, terrible everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, and it's like that was the reason why Dark Fate I think was made was because that film actually did quite well in China. And Dark, Dark well, Fate that's like The well. Rock, like Dwayne Johnson's uh, yeah uh, tentpole films, right? Yeah, but they do really well in China. Like literally, I think Skyscraper was set in Hong Kong or somewhere like something like that for that reason. Like, yeah. and it's happening more and more. Like, I think it was Iron Man three. The end of Iron Man three was like changed for China. Like they they put in right. a whole weird section well, at the end of that. China often gets its own cut of Marvel films, well, they'll yeah. film scenes specifically for it. And that's that's what's really interesting to me is usually the MCU is great in China, so it's really really funny in a weird way to see a film that's very much intended for that audience. Well, one guy least... on Twitter said that oh, one guy on Twitter on the gun. One guy, one guy on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. If I can't interrupt with clips, I'll interrupt with voice. So. <laughs> if uh, he said that um, Simulu didn't look uh, like a pure Chinese, uh, a Chinese citizen, oh, um, he just, it kind of pissed me off. And then I was like, then I had to go full defense, but then, Maybe then there's, there's that sort of bias there too. I don't know. There's but, that whole yeah, thing of people trying. To, there's that whole thing of people trying to cancel Simulu for like a really old Make tweet as well. Tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, you know, really I don't think cool. any respectable journalist should have covered that at all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm joking, man. <laughs> was uh, that someone that said that on Twitter? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I think someone did actually, um, but. Uh,
Yeah, wow. In Hamada Burger Vision. <laughs> uh, 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 one I thing he... I wanted to, to bring up that James and I also discussed that we haven't brought up here was um, what, what I find very interesting about the coverage of Shang-Chi is if, if you eliminate the public and you just look at people who cover Marvel, this is by far the film they're most excited about, Ab above and beyond anything I ever would have guessed. And it, it is one of the things I was saying to James. It really skews coverage. So what Clint was saying, you know, he was on his seat. He was all excited. And I, I find that you can't find a connection between that and anything from the casual audience. And it's really bizarre, and I, I can't explain that because it, it doesn't parallel Black Panther at all where the excitement was both in the coverage and in the public very clearly. Mm -hmm. um, and I, So I don't know what that's about, but it does make covering I, it really weird. I, mean, I can is, tell you what it's about. It's, thing it, ever. I can tell you what it's about. Yeah. It's a, it's because it's a breath of fresh air. It's like we love Marvel stuff, but this right. is going to be a kung fu movie, so it's yeah. something different. But you're still going to have some powers, and uh, you got you got the the giant uh, lion running through there, so you see some crouching tiger here. Yeah, there's <laughs> some crouching say. crouching tiger tiger hidden dragon over here. You got speed over here with yep. Aquafina being <laughs> Sandra Bullock, you know, and you got like yeah. uh, you got Jackie Chan, and it's like, dude, this is like a collection of all my favorite things in one movie. Now, if the script sucks, it that'll be tough, but I think I think I'll be able to still watch it, even if it's terrible. Just from the visuals, it looks like it's going to be badass. I mean, that's. It's a it's a lot of and and what is it not? It's not a a, a, a it's not an Iron Man. It's a completely different thing. It's something fresh, and and I'm excited for, excited for any any Marvel stuff. Yeah, I, 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 lo I love it all, but it's something different, you know. I need I to get you an applause point. clip, Clint. That's what I need to do is get you an applause clip. Oh, there you go. I was gonna say though, Clint, I, you're you're kind of making my point though. I I feel like people who cover these things are the ones who crave novelty the most. Because they have to watch it all. They have to be absorbed in it. So they just like, give me something different. Casual audiences are not like that at all. They barely remember what they saw six months ago. So it's, this is why television <laughs> is uh, so often repetitive. You know, yeah. sitcoms especially. It's the same stupid stuff over and over again. People don't remember what they saw last week. So they're <clears> not, the, the, they don't crave novelty the same way or we'd see more innovation in film and in TV. Do you, do you think after watching that trailer that Aquafina is going to be really annoying in this movie? Maybe, I think she's going to be really annoying. She's going to be the fun, the fun person, co comedy, know. comedy relief is what she's going to be. Yeah, but it's a bit like, like, I, I, okay, we're going to have what? like an Aquafina rant, like you did on Amber Heard. After the <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I honestly, I, I mean, I think she's, I think she's very good, but she's literally, if you've watched The Last Dragon, she's doing her Last Dragon shtick, which is very much like. I'm a weird fish out of water, and I'm going to make a, like a weird joke here that's kind of inappropriate and not. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like I, I, it's more probably the way that Marvel trailers are cut. It kind of is a bit annoying. The way that it always ends in like a big action sequence, then the trailer ends, then they have a little bit at the end which is a joke. It's like, oh come on, come she's, on, Marvel. She's funny. I, I just saw a Vanity Fair interview that I, I went, I went down a Aquafina rabbit hole just looking up some of her stuff, and and uh, and there was a, a interview where she just kept, she just kept uh, talking really fast, and they were following her through like a restaurant or something. And it was a, it was a funny interview, and I was like, this, uh, this girl is hilarious. Like I would, I would go hang out with her. Like she's, yeah. she seems cool, you know. Um, yeah, she's a, she'll yeah. be the comedy relief of the, of the movie. It'll be, it'll be fun. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you, uh, oh, you, I heard that. I heard that actually she just went back in to do ADR and do all of her lines again in with a British <laughs> accent. Uh, so, so you can watch her uh, do do her lines with a British accent. <laughs> and on that note, we're ending the show. Sarcasm. <laughs> Hashtag sarcasm. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible from an American. Um, <laughs> Stop whining. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm I'm excited for it. I think this film's going to be good. Like I did, I did get kind of um, Iron Fist vibes at the beginning with the the punching of the the, the wood or whatever that was. Yeah, uh, the plot to me seems a lot like the Immortal Iron Fist. Yeah, I think I think it, I think it will be. The Man, the, the double punch and then the double kick on the bus was badass. So yeah, oh, yeah. it was like so well timed and all in one shot. I, I imagine fight fans will enjoy it. I. I, I just wish, and I don't think we'll see much of it. I'd love to see more of just the story, because I'm not worried about them fighting. Uh, I mean, my interest in fighting is probably less than yours is. You know, I there needs to be something that goes with it, or it's just people punching each other. But don't you uh, watch MMA, Peter? I do watch MMA, that, MMA, but that's a different kind of M entertainment, right? That's yeah, literally people punching hard. each other. There's <laughs> going to be someone says stop. <laughs> There's probably going to be the classic father son. Uh, thing going and mm -hmm. you know uh and then he's gonna have to go back he'll probably have to face his sister who you know and fight her and uh he's gonna have to fight the people that trained him they want they're they're trying to pull him back into the organization you know what i mean like they, yeah. they, they he went off he goes off for 10 years to go live his life and they're like okay i hope you had fun time to come uh come you know so be the mandarin the, is, it, is it the amish that do that they have a fight of champions yeah it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone will get but their no. arm chopped off too because it's a marvel movie yeah i was gonna say yeah. Clint, i didn't mean the plot those specifically though i i just okay. meant the quality of the acting and the writing less so than than the specific plot points yeah uh, because yeah i think we can all just imagine the plot pretty pretty yeah easy. i'm just saying uh there's there's room for drama though you know what i mean when you oh, get it, yeah. like like and i'm pretty sure sure they'll deliver um I, it's just my theory. I, what do I know? What do I know? You're an optimist. Nothing wrong with that. I am an optimist. <laughs> did did everyone know? <laughs> I am not. I'm, 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 I'm not pessimistic. Uh, did anyone I, notice I, I, that they changed? <laughs> <laughs> did anyone notice that they changed the rings? So they're arm rings now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I th I'm pretty sure someone's going to get their arm chopped off to get the rings. Wow. <laughs> but, I bet you that's going to happen. And uh, and I yes, uh, a ring arm ring fight like in Kung Fu Hustle that would be badass. Well, th I think this is up, right, right up your street, isn't it, James? You're uh, really into your Kung Fu movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I grew up on them, I grew up on black exploitation and, and 60s, 70s Kung Fu films, and uh, and then I was into martial arts as a kid, and then. Then Arnold Schwarzenegger weightlifting and stuff, and I was trained by a power power lifter, and then I went trained in boxing and a little taekwondo, and then I was head of media for Schwarzenegger World Games in Columbus, Ohio, in 2001, underneath the World United Martial Arts Association. So I got to meet a lot of people that trained under Bruce Lee or trained him on nunchucks, and a lot of uh, crazy martial artists. You ever want to have a really crazy fun time? Go to martial artist convention and go to the bar afterwards in the hotel. <laughs> that is nuts. That what is nuts. what would you what would you think if they got Gareth Evans in to to, to direct? I'm all for it. I've seen yeah. Dan Zig say that before, and I'm all for that. If they if they get him and the fight choreographers from the raid, um, and even the raid too, 
you get those guys and to do Iron Fist or any kind of uh, mm. martial art, a huge Hollywood tentpole. It doesn't even have to be Marvel. I'm all yeah. for that. I was going to say, I, though, I, I, I don't think you're going to get that kind of Iron Fist. I no, think Shang-Chi no. is going to occupy that space. And Iron Fist is going to be like a funny, jokey guy hanging out with Luke Cage. I think <laughs> if you see him at all, that's what you're going to get. Because Feige won't want won't to repeat things. And Netflix, you know, whatever you think of the job they did, that's what they were trying to do, at least. And it failed. And then if shang Chi's going to be occupying that territory, you, you can't do the same thing. I don't, just don't think no. it works. That'll be a Heroes for Hire film. Yeah. 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 That's what it'll be. So, yeah. 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 And that, like, that's much more interesting, I, I think. I have seen the raid one and two about a billion times. So, the, ra the, raid's, the raid two, I think, is better. I don't I know why. No, I can I, see that. I, I really liked the raid. I love the raid one, but I think the raid two is just insane. Well, well, are they still remaking it? Are they doing it? Are they doing an American version of the raid? No, if they did, it fell yeah. out. Like, it, I think I heard rumblings about that years ago. Have you seen the mission by Johnny Toe? No. None of you guys? Okay. No. Nope. It's on YouTube. Uh -uh. I'm sending you guys a link. It's homework. <laughs> you have to watch it this weekend. The mission. All right. Yeah, it's Tarantino, Christopher McQuarrie. So many good directors took a lot of cues from Johnny Toe. Oh, like, okay. I don't know if you ever seen yeah. Way of the Gun with Benicio Del Torre and Ryan. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That whole communicate through not dialogue, but through facial expressions and mannerisms and stuff. Christopher McQuarrie got from Johnny Toe. Uh, the, the suspense of the action scenes and the gun scenes that's Tarantino got that's totally out of Johnny Toe. Yeah. Well, he, that, that he, he nicked a lot of things from a lot of people. Tarantino. Well, you need, yes, but you need to watch the mission and then you'll the get mission. a I'm writing, I'm writing it down now, the mission. Yeah. You get a finer appreciation for a, a whole scope of Hong Kong cinema. So Awesome. And on, on that note, I think I'm going to end the show because it's almost one o'clock for me in the morning. Hold on, dude. Someone uh -oh. was asking. <laughs> so Sassafras <laughs> when we're going to hear the story of how Edward a fine British gentleman thank you met a Canadian Mima James that's an interesting story actually not really <laughs> hey I uh, I read an interesting article about uh, uh, about uh, uh, D'Onofrio uh, being kingpin do you think you think they're gonna they're gonna uh, okay, recast so what, him or what, what that was was St Stephen DeKnight said that um, they can yeah, no, <laughs> good segue. Uh, but no other person could ever play uh, Kingpin other than Vincent D'Onofrio. And I honestly think he's right. If they're going to go for the comic book version of it, uh, that's really what they did with um, Vincent D'Onofrio. He's very much kind of the, I mean, he's a, real, like a kind of realistic comic book, accurate version of the Kingpin, isn't he, really? Especially in season one. Yes. It's a little more comic booky in season three, but season mm. one for sure, yeah. Do you think yeah, he's gonna? I, you think he's gonna Kool Aid Man into a, a Madripoor and be like, "I am the power uh, broker." I, I would love that at this point. Bring it on! <laughs> I think Marvel will recast Kingpin with Jesse Eisenberg. And oh, go, uh, oh, I would love to see the reaction to that. Oh, I mean, amazing! What about if they got Brian Cranston in to to, do, to play Kingpin uh, as Kingpin? Yeah, I think he's a little old now. You yeah, reckon he wouldn't be able to bulk up? Like Denofrio is perfect. Yeah, well, he would do it too, but yeah, he would do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, what I'm Hank, pretty... what about Hank from Breaking Bad? Yeah, kind of bald white guy, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know if he's <laughs> big enough though. Like, yeah, Denise Denise is, a, is a huge dude, yeah. That, yeah, that's like not just bulk, but he's actually a really big guy, yeah. And since Hollywood actors tend to be short, it, it works even better, 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I he's one of the few people from Netflix I I would be happy to see them bring in, and they can. It's just whether they want to or not. Uh, if they're going to use the character at all, I think Kevin Feige would want him to play him. They, they, then again, it, it depends on whether they're going to use the character in the MCU. And they're using uh, Charlie Cox, right? Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so I mean, it makes it makes sense. It, honestly, they they wouldn't be the three actors that I would bring back if I was if I was Kevin Feige. Uh, Charlie Cox, um, John Bernthal as the Punisher, and Vincent D'Onofrio as as Finn Jones, uh, of course. Yeah. I'm sorry about Finn, but no. uh, so that's is that true? Uh, they, they, they were really well cast. Also, Kristen Ritter was really well cast uh, as Jessica as Jessica Jones, but I, I don't think they would use her. I think they just wouldn't use the character. You can't you can't tell her good stories now. Kristen Ritter not only has she already done. The, the best in the first season, but she's kind of too old to, to do that role in that way. You'd need to recast yeah. her, I think, if you wanted to use her. Yeah. I, but do, I do wonder whether they'd reuse, they'd re, they wouldn't re, I don't think they'd reuse her in the MCU. Uh, only if you want her attached to Luke Cage, I think, then, then yeah. maybe, maybe you could do but, it. Not to change, not to change the subject, but since you said you're about to kill the stream soon, uh, I want to know if anybody has any last second uh, theories about Falcon and Winter Soldier since since uh, since that's coming up. Wow, what, what <laughs> theories are you talking about, Clint? About I what? mean, like who who's going to be the power broker? And uh, I like I keep fighting. I'm like Isaiah. Haven't, haven't we already seen the power broker? We we don't know for a fact who the power broker is. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's it was be. Lady Hydra. They never said it was Madame Hydra. Nope, they she never said that. Up. And they and and uh, uh, and we don't know if it's a uh, Carter either. So it's a uh, it's it's up in the air. Um, oh, well, one thing I noticed that was really funny, a meme on Twitter, is that apparently she's using an HTC phone in that in that clip. <laughs> And that phone, it's like from 2009. And I was like, you're in Madripoor and you're using fucking That's special government tech. I mean, I, I was like, was that shot ages ago? <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, really? I mean, it, I, I think, Clint, I think it has to be Sharon Carter because they haven't spent enough time with anyone else for yeah, there to be any kind of yeah. payoff whatsoever. So I think it has to be her. Um, whether people are going to be satisfied with that or not, I mean, I, to me, I don't care at this point. <laughs> And yeah, you think that's why she called power brokers just who cares? Do, do you think that's why she called Batrock? Presumably, power broker. But yeah. are, are we worried about Batrock? Is that really the the I want villain to see more Falcon to have man. to beat up on a guy who's who? never won a fight? Who? Well, that... I don't even know who Batrock is. <laughs> or Batrock yeah. the Leaper. George Saint Pierre. Does that help? He's French. How do you not oh, know him? He's French. He's Quebecois. Yeah, he's Quebecois. I think he's from near Montreal. I could not the character. Well, I keep well, thinking that yeah. Sharon Car Sharon Carter is undercover working for somebody, you know, and and like and that's a better story. Yeah, because the because the idea then that she's doing all this stuff, but at the at the end of the day, she's going to flip and and be working for somebody because it takes a lot of uh, a lot. She was a hero character, you know what I mean. So the, it's like some serious betrayal for her to actually change who she is and flip into a bad character. I think that's right. a, that. So I think that's a. Uh, I think that would. I think it would be silly just to be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm a bad guy now. You know what I mean? Without any kind of like real story behind it, yeah. you know. But Prince Zodiac comes up with a really important thing, actually. Can you bring that up? The Apple thing. 
no, yeah. That oh. Apple doesn't let bad guys use Apple products. So actually, the fact that she's using an <laughs> HTC phone is proof that she's the power broker. There we go. We've oh, solved it. Go. That she's a bad guy. Clint, the, the theory is that it's actually a scroll pretending to be Sharon Carter. That's, that's a good. That's a good theory. That's a theory, and that it's meant it's to help such, set up it's such a cop out. It's such a cop yes. out now that they brought scrolls into the MCU because oh, and so says stop whining. <laughs> no, I'm gonna whine about that. Stop whining. It's fucking stupid. The, the, yeah, the other... I think that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> and I'm I'm also uh still of the opinion. Uh I said it earlier before you were on. I don't know if you were in the rating room or not, no, but that, no. that that uh that Isaiah because they showcased his strength throwing that ashtray or whatever it was into the wall. Oh, sorry, no, no, no <laughs> that, that he's going to show up at the end and do something heroic and, and maybe die saving uh, uh Falcon or no. something. And then, and then he's going to be like, you know what you, you know, you are good enough. You go, you, you could be captain America. You're good enough. And he's going to sacrifice himself. And I, and yeah, I could see I that going that's an interesting approach. I don't think he'll die. I do think he'll change his mind, though, and give Falcon his blessing. Because otherwise, his character has no purpose in the show for Falcon. Because well, Falcon wanted, has wanted the shield back the entire show. Ever since he gave it up, he wants it back. And, so you need and, something from Isaiah. So it's that. it's like, hey, take my... He's going to take his son under, literally under his wing, uh, and and go uh, <laughs> and go get it, and he'll end up going off with with Falcon. Uh, there you anyway, go. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it we'll goes. See. It's coming out soon. I'm going to be watching Mortal Kombat though. First, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you poor, you poor man. Why would you subject yourself to that? The film looks good. I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I'm. Do you, I think... do you know who uh, Charlie Snyder is? The emergency awesome guy. Yes. Okay, so that is a man, I think you would agree, who loves everything as much as it's humanly possible to love everything. Yeah. His review of Mortal Kombat had a lot of... Mm, <laughs> a lot of more <laughs> hesitation than I'm used to. So I really like the trailer. The, the trailer really got me ready for it. So It could like, be oh. fun regardless, right? A film like yeah. that doesn't have to be, you know, The Godfather or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm just feeling more like a Mortal Kombat film than a, than the last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> can, we get, can we get Danzig to write the rest of Falcon and Winter yeah, Soldier? Yeah, see, <laughs> I like that idea. when I saw the last trailer before the show came out, I actually put it up on Twitter that saying, like, is how come, like, I'm getting major sin vibes here. Especially when she was talking to that guy in the graveyard that we saw last episode, but the way they sh cut it, it reminded me of like a, a crossbones vibe mixed with sin, and I could totally see her like being uh, Red Skull daughter, but it would more be like a granddaughter now at this point. Yeah, it'd be a granddaughter for sure. Yeah, I, it, that's a really cool idea. There's Batrock. Um, I, I feel <laughs> like once once the episode airs tomorrow, uh, or at least tomorrow for me. Um, one of the stories we're going to get in the following days is about how her story got badly butchered when they had to reshoot to get rid of the virus plot. Because it's pretty apparent that a lot of her content is on the cutting room floor. Um, if you go through the Flag Smasher story, it is thin, thin, thin. Uh, and I suspect that's that's a major reason for that. But I, that would be a great twist for me because for me, she has been flat all the way through the show, unfortunately. Uh, well, I mean, I yeah, disagree I kinda... about her being a flat. Mm -hmm. I think it's been a pretty good character. And that moment she had with Sam was good. <laughs> I I gotta disagree with you there. It, it didn't really. It doesn't work for me, at least. I should say. Um, well, at least maybe. I like the t-shirt. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I like the idea behind the Flag Smashers. I just don't think the execution's been very coherent. Um, I would like to see the OG cut of the season, uh, but with the uh, with the virus, uh, with the virus. I don't think Marvel ever does that. I would too, though. Sixty yeah. hours long. Release the Falcon cut. Yeah. <laughs> the well, Falcon no, it, cut. it should be the same amount of time because all you're doing is replacing the Power Broker plot with the virus plot because the show was done before they did the reshoots. So it'd be the same length. You just have different cuts. Have, have you heard that they're apparently doing reshoots for Shang Chi? I haven't, but I assume that they would. I mean, they're always scheduled. They usually yeah. do reshoots, yeah. Yeah. yeah Unless they, these are and, unscheduled. And everyone's like, oh my God, they're doing reshoots. Oh, what's the matter with the film and everything? Every single time. Like, <laughs> Marvel do at least two weeks reshoots in every time. It's the British yeah. accent part. They had to. Yeah. <laughs> well, they also, you know, we, we talked about this before, but Marvel tests their movies probably almost more than anybody else does. And yeah, they will yeah. change things. If something's not working, out it goes, and we put something new in or just eliminate it entirely. Edward, you're getting really close to Bat Rock there. Like, how can you not want him to see him? He's a him? big fan. Doesn't he look menacing there, all hunched over like he's, <laughs> he's got some, ate too many bad tacos or something? <laughs> oh, or <my>. GSP. <laughs> Will we see Zemo again? I hmm. think so. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Maybe in a Black Panther 2. Maybe we'll see him in Black Panther 2. Cool. Yeah, he's going uh, or to Thunderbolts. The... That's where yeah. I think he's going to go. Yeah, yeah, Thunderbolts. You got to have Johnny uh, Johnny Walker and Zemo, led by Th Thunderbolt Ross. Isn't he? Uh, isn't he in control of the raft? Like, yep. yep. Yeah. So they're taking they're taking uh, uh, Zemo straight to him. So you'll have Elaine uh, show up, you know, and then uh, then it's a party. Oh <laughs> my God! Let's hope not, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and on that note, I really have to go. <laughs> That's yeah. so spooky. That is so spooky. <laughs> thanks, thanks to everyone for joining. Thank you, Clint. Thank Absolutely, you, Peter. Man. Thank you, James. Uh, why don't you promote yourselves? Give yourselves a bit of self-promotion. Uh, Clint, where can we find you? You can find me at the Black Shirt Podcast. Uh, I, I've been throwing up videos. Uh, I've been doing a weekly thing, but now I've been just putting up solo videos because my uh, co-host has been taking a break. Um, but I'm also, if you're not doing anything tonight, in about two hours, I'm going to be on my other channel doing a stream. It's called Answering for a Friend. This is it. So that's, that's <laughs> is that true? That's Come on, dude. Uh, it's, it's a it's, really good show, actually. I watched uh, it, last week's. It was, it's, it's, last called, week was good. it's called Answering for a Friend, and uh, and it's an advice show. So if you go in there in the comments, you can ask questions. Me and my friend Mia, we will answer the questions, and we also have stuff emailed to us. And if you send us a video, we'll play the video of you asking the question. So that's Answering for a Friend. Please check out both channels and subscribe, and thank you guys for giving me a second to plug that. <laughs> and Pizza, um, where can we find you? For me, it's Ion Marvel on YouTube and on. Gotta get that intro in. So, yes, that on Twitter and on YouTube. And I have a blog called uh, MCU and Comics as well. And you also have a column on. Small and I have screen. a column on small screen. That's right. Yes. Yep, on Wolverine. Yeah. A very, very, a very good and very uh, informative article on Wolverine. So go Thank and check you. that out, guys. Uh, yeah, and you can find uh, me at Small Screen Co. And where can we find James? At 42cut.com. 
Awesome. Right, James, you can end the show now. Thank you, guys. <laughs> later, guys. Thanks again for having me. <laughs> no problem. Later, Peter. <laughs> See you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>